let it flow, baby. And we doing it again, man. There's no, uh, what happened there? I don't hear nothing. I don't know. Something just went quiet. There you go. <laughs> We're live. We're going live. Welcome to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian T. Licata. We're doing it again. I'm your host, Gary G. Garcia, along with my partner in misinformation, Brian T. Licata. Hello, love. Doing, baby? Hello, love. Great, dude. I'm so How happy to see you. Yeah. Are you? Yep. Wow, you look like, yeah, you're shining, dude. You're shining. You got a glow to you. Did you That's miss your period? I, no, I had two espressos today. Oh, all right, all right. For the second, and, I yeah. thought maybe you might be with your child. Yeah, I'm late. <laughs> I, th I, th I thought maybe your lady uh, hemmed you up <laughs> and got you pregnant. It's fucked up. Imagine that's how it was. Imagine the shoes on the other foot and the dudes were the ones who got pregnant. And you were like, yo, Gary, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, like, what? Well, what are you going to do, dude? <laughs> Like, Gary, I need a ride. I need you to give me a ride down to the clinic. I need a ride to the clinic. <laughs> Gary, 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 I know you live on the fourth floor. Can I come use your stairs? <laughs> so you're in a great mood. How are you feeling, man? It sounds like your week has been going good. Yeah, the week's been going good. Um couple things have been going on in San Francisco. Uh, I uh, I got an interesting piece of mail that came in. <laughs> What's that say, yo? So this was delivered to uh, delivered to my apartment, right? No, no address on it, right? So this was sent out to every residential address in San Francisco. Now it says front porch home match right now i'm gonna read the back of this to you while you can front look at this porch home match yep are they, oh, hold are on they Don't, and, and i just want to guess can i guess yeah, what, what can, that means you can guess what it does, means does that mean that they're putting homeless people on porches <clears> and they're trying to match them with like the right with the right uh you know family that lives there they're like look the bums are everywhere we're gonna start taking them off the street and putting them on porches so now we're looking for you know families that match with the with the bums that we're putting on their porch. Well, close. I'm close. Okay. You're very close. So the only difference is it's not actually the porch, but your spare bedroom. <laughs> Home match connects those with spare rooms and ADUs, which I'm not really sure what an ADU is, uh, to people seeking an affordable place to live. Our free service matches people based on lifestyle and interests, which I assume would probably be uh, lifestyle as in like, you know, not showering, maybe hoarding. And it's uh, ADU as in crystal meth. Wait, wait, wait. ADU is an accessory dwelling unit. Oh, an accessory dwelling unit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. King's, King's it's a secondary housing unit on a single family resident. Okay, so like a, a mother-in-law suite in the back, which I'm sure we have a lot of those here in San Francisco. King Handles knows what we're talking about. Yeah, Big up yeah. to King Handles. Yeah. What's up, baby? Welcome uh, back. Our free services matches people based on lifestyle and interests. We screen applicants through interviews, background, checks, and home visits. Share your home. Find a home. So now, 
I think we should actually look this up and see 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 what kind of houses we can find. But I just also want to note the funders of this, right? Can we can we can we nah, I can't careful? see it. Why don't you tell me who it is? I mean, if they had better eyes, they could probably see it. I just uh can't. the Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing and the mayor's office of San Francisco. Directly from the mayor. Taxpayers. This is this is how they want to solve. They want they want to tax you to use your apartment to house their citizens. How many how many of them would you say are illegals? King Handles says they're not screening shit. Of course they're not King Handles. We know that. Right. Well, I mean, what do you mean? The uh the people living on the street, how many of them are illegals? Yeah. Do you um, think do you think you have a lot of influx of illegal act, illegal uh, immigrants there or is it just I think the people who are the who are, are the illegal immigrants here are the dudes who are the selling selling the drugs and then they're bouncing. I've read a couple articles about that. Like the tenderloin that's down here is run uh, by like Honduran and El Salvadorian guys. So with these dudes, they come up from Central America. And since the cops don't really, you know, they're not going to, you're not going to get busted for like a low level, you know, drug peddling offense. Dude, they, they just come here, sell drugs and then bounce, you know? I sent you that Joe Rogan clip where he's talking about San Francisco and- uh-huh. Is it correct? People are people are locking, leaving their doors unlocked and their trunks, the windows down, their trunks open when they park the cars. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, King Hannah says, as a landlord, don't rely on any local government agencies to screen tenants. Hell no, man. Hell no. And you know the funny thing is, you're gonna have some people doing that shit, dude. Oh, what do you mean? You're, you're gonna have some I mean, people they that have think them that already, dude. I yeah. bet, guaranteed. But, Right now, they're sending out the thing asking, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like, I have an extra room, you know, and they probably have kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They probably have kids and shit, and they're bringing in these freaking people to live in their fucking houses. It's crazy, dude. Yes, and so are most of the people they're trying to put in your house. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Chances are the person they're putting in your house is a fucking... You know, otherwise they would not be homeless. They'd have a friend or a relative that they could sleep on a couch or some shit. Right. You know, I'm living proof that you don't have to be homeless. I mean, how did I make it all this far on my own without without ever being homeless? It's not that hard to not be homeless. Just don't be a dick. You know how much of a dick you have to be to be homeless? I do, actually. In other words, like that I means do. you don't. No, yeah, no, no, see, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do, How did you yeah. become homeless? It's because you were such a dick. No one wanted to take you in anymore. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was also I was being such an asshole that I also didn't. Yes. You yeah, know, that's, that's actually exactly how it went down. Well, it's either by choice. You're out there by choice because you don't want to be under anybody else's, uh, you know, authority. Right. Oh, uh, Mark D. What up, my brother? Peace to you. Um. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's it's a thing of mm-hmm. fucking um shit. I forgot what we were just talking about. I lost my brain that quick. If you're if you're homeless, yeah, like like you got to be a complete dick. That means that means your family members don't want you on their couch either. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty, pretty I'd be interested. Uh, King Handle says I'd be interested to see how many state hospitals have been open closed over the last thirty years. State, state mental hospital. hospitals. Yeah. Do we even got those anymore? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. We still got Bellevue. We still got Bellevue in New York. 
in Cora on the White Horse Pike, by, by where me and King's, King Handles grew up. Yeah, uh, man. Mental hospital. Yeah, if you're homeless, yeah. man, it's either because you're psycho or you're a dick. You know, because the truth of the matter uh, is, that means that means your family, your friends, and everybody else was like, I'll fuck you. Go to the streets, dude. I'm not putting up with you. You know? And I would think I have at least, I would think I have at least a year's worth of couches that I could flip through before I actually become homeless. And if you can't uh, figure it out in a let's year. Just go in New, guess, let's just go in New Jersey. There's nine in New Jersey. Yeah, see, this was the one that we I grew up near in Cora. Dude. <laughs> Some crazy shit used to happen at this place, bro. They would they would call us. We would get we would get like automated calls on our house phone. That would be like, a patient has escaped from Ancora Psychiatric Hospital. Please be aware, patient is wearing blue fatigues <laughs> with a yeah, shaved dude. with a shaved head and a pig nose. <laughs> a pig Rattling. man, Jerry. A pig man. A pig man. I Yo, pig man. I, I used to do outreaches, right? When I was when I was heavy into the church, I would do outreaches on uh what you call it island, uh what's that called right Rikers? by the Bronx? No, right by the Bronx. Um, Roosevelt. No, um, it's like when you're getting on that bridge, you go oh not Island. Island. What what is it? The Virgin Islands. Shut up, Dick. It's in New York. Um, damn, what's it called? Something Island. Somebody help me over Roosevelt here. Roosevelt Island. You just said that already, dog. You're not helping me. Either help or shut up. Randall's Island. Yo, dude, we would do shows there. Whoa. We would do. I love you, dog. Look, shut up. Shut up. Listen, let me finish. We would do. I would do shows there, right? And outreaches, right? Because I would, I would shows. first perform. Yeah, shows. I, I, I would shows first perform. Yeah, yeah. Psych, the homeless people, all that shit, right? And uh, and um, I would go there. We'd be driving there at night, dude. And you'd be seeing crazy people popping out behind the bushes, just walking. Like, you'd be driving down this long road, and you'd uh -huh. see just a dude with the long thing, his ass hanging out, just walking around. That was right out of the fucking. Nah, that was Ward's Island. They, that shit used to all be homeless and 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 mental institutions. Oh, I don't know if it is now. Ward's Island. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll pull that. I'll pull that up. Ward's Island. My mother used to work as a nurse there. Some nurses would sleep with the crazy patients. I bet the sex was crazy. <laughs> I bet the drugs were good too, bro. Jasmine, what's up, mommy? Imagine that getting some like some. I'm some glad you're here, Jasmine. Jasmine wants to get my take on uh on the Barbie movie. I told uh -huh. her I was gonna give my review today. You know, me and Jasmine were going back and forth for a while before I saw the movie. And uh we're gonna get into that, Jasmine. Right now we're just talking about psycho people. This was it, the Manhattan psych ward. Yeah. Dude, that shit was crazy. You would see people just walking around insane. Just you could tell mm -hmm. they were insane. And I mean, walking all slow. It was like driving through a freaking, it was like driving through a zombie fucking town. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know what it's like now. I don't, I don't know if it's still the same. It probably still is. I can't see it getting any better. Mm -mm. You know, I don't know if it's but, still open. But I worry about you, dude, because oh, yeah, I keep sending you stuff. I keep sending you stuff from uh, like Joe Rogan, all those about San Francisco. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah, dude. Terrible I, I actually, me and, me and, me and, um, me and my girl actually had a conversation uh, like two days ago. Because remember, I was telling you about the, the the dog that OD'd in the park. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, bro, that yeah. fucked me up, dude. Like yeah, that, I'm that, sure. that, that straight up fucked me up. It's like I, I can't walk the dog in a park for sure. Like, and dude, and then so, somebody said a baby, bro, in the same park. A baby dog. Well, I kind of blame the parent on that. What are you doing letting your kid lick the floor? That's like those parents who get on the train in New York, which I haven't done in over two years, thank God, and I plan to never ride a train again in New York, but yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope to never ride subway again. But you get on there, dude, you'll see a parent with their kid licking the pole, licking the glass, sitting on the floor, touching the floor. Uh, I'm like, this parent wants this kid to die. Yeah. This parent does not love this kid at all. They're tired of his crying. They're tired of fucking feeding him. They're just hoping that he licks a pole and fucking dies. Well, well why I'm, else would you let your child lick a subway pole? I mean, if you're trying to build up their natural immunity, right? That's probably why you never got COVID. It's because you took the subway as a kid. I never licked a subway pole in my life. I didn't say you licked the subway pole. My but kid, you, were, you were on there in kid, the 70s. I mean, yeah, it was probably just all around you. But but my kids never did that shit. That's like where, I didn't that's have where kids. syphilis came from. <laughs> I didn't have kids who ran around like doing all that dumb shit. Putting stuff in your VHS or fucking with your TV um, or fucking with you. My kids never did any of that stuff, dude. They didn't touch that stuff. They, they were just doing what they did. Because you beat you know? them, right? No, nah, I actually never had to, thank God. But I would have if I had to, but I never had to. Um, you know, like, that's the thing. My kids, I get on the train, they sat right next to me. And right. I say, don't touch anything. It's disgusting. And they wouldn't touch anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who are these parents that their kids are there licking floors? Whatever. Um, you want to get into our sponsors and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into the, uh, the Barbie. Cause I'm interested in what you, what you got to say oh, about the Barbie. Well, here's the thing, it. man, before we get into what we're going to get into, man, uh, everybody out there, man. Oh, I got to send you something first after I do this too. Uh, if you're wondering, this show is sponsored by triple X playground. What is triple X playground? Well, go to triple X playground.com and pick yourself up the best adult communication tool ever. All right. You want to try something new? That's the way to do it. You roll the dice, you blame it on the dice, and you get what? Fist deep in someone you love at triplexplayground.com. Do it tonight. Get fist deep tonight. No better time than the present to warm up those forearms and let that elbow shine like a little booty plug. <coughs> and for all you guys out there that want to support us, man, go to enditwasgood.net. Pick yourself up. <laughs> Pick yourself up. Uh, uh, pick yourself up a mug, a rated uh, G mug. And it was good. On the back. And it was good.net slash shop. And it was good.net slash shop is no longer the official home oh, for rated it's G not. merchandise. No, it is the official home for a bunch of cool shit uh, brought to you by our boy, John Witt, who is just celebrating the birth of his first child. Uh, so there. Buy some Congratulations. Shit. Uh, you know, dude, is this a 50 cent shirt? Hi, all the time. Yeah, that's a 50 cent shirt. I like that shirt, actually. <laughs> yeah. Get it over there at endowasgood.net slash shop. Uh, he's going to have our original mug on there on his page. And we what did, else? Uh, and, and a bunch of other shirts, just cool shit. Stuff I know, John, but don't, yeah, don't, we, don't we got something new? Don't I'm, we got I'm, something new? I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to just do all my material? No, you. Oh, you got material now? Yeah, this motherfucker. 
Uh, and then we have a new home for Rated G merch at bryanttlakata.com slash shop. We have a few items up right now. We have a new mug that is retailing for $10. It's called uh, oh, Art Imitates Life. That is the quote that is uh, – here we go. That is the quote that is on the uh, on the back here. Ah, uh, shit. Ooh. Art uh, Imitates shit. Life. Rated G. Dude. Do we still got the other mugs as well with the other quote that you can uh, choose your quote? Ch- oh, choose your quote. You want to build your own quote? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm saying like, you oh, know, the other quote. No, no, quote, no. And no, I, 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 it's my ignorance that makes me adorable. I have to get mugs I, gone. No, those mugs are on and it was good right now, but we're, I, I got to put that one on here. Okay. Every, everything, everything's, everything's, everything's not, not up on this yet, but we also have crew neck sweatshirts. For sale. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. We got the sweatshirts. We have rated G hoodies. Ooh. That's right. I'm ordering mines today. Um, and we also also have a new round earth skeptic sweatshirt. Oh shit. shit. Round earth skeptic. <laughs> Love it. I'm uh, loving it. Oh shit. So <laughs> we have a bunch of ideas, dude. We have so much stuff. I've been writing down ideas. I know our fans probably have stuff. Let's uh let's go, dude. We gotta we gotta start getting some let's, shit on there. Stickers. What do what do people want? What do people want rated G on? What do you want it on? That's yeah, what we need. All right. Know. Well, we got some comments. We got Cliffy. Welcome back, Cliff. It's good to see you again. He says toe fetish. I'm guessing that's what we were talking about before, right? The toe <laughs> fetish thing. I'm not exactly sure where that's coming from. I never said toe fetish. I don't know. Cliffy, are we having uh <laughs> Oh, you haven't? Was that like a Tourette thing? <laughs> Were you just sitting there watching the show and said, Toe fetish! <laughs> we got Lauren. Welcome back, Mama. There was a mental hospital by me that shut down in Marlboro, I think. I think it's They're still open. They're shutting them all down. You think it's still open? Yeah. Mark's, uh, we got Ciro with us. He's he's showing us. He's watching us. He's got a little eye there. And he says, any giveaways? Hmm. No. No, buy no, no. something, you cheap bastard. Support the show. <laughs> sure, if you buy a shirt, you're allowed to give it away. Yeah, give it to someone yeah. you love, you don't have to keep it. Give it away. <laughs> All right, man. The moment uh, we got King Handles. It's Feet Appreciation Month. Keep going. <laughs> Is it? I have to ask because they have appreciation months for everything now. And it's and Ciro said F you. <laughs> Get him, Ciro. Get him. <laughs> I feel weird calling you Ciro. <laughs> I feel weird calling him that because I know who it is, but I don't want to, you know, no I gotta keep the names that everybody has on their thing. I don't want to start calling out real names and shit, even though I know who you are. I know who you are. Um, yeah, man. I mean, is it for the appreciation month? I don't, I don't think so. I think he, oh. he handles got me on something there. Yeah, no, it's not. All right. Well, Jasmine, here's the moment you've been waiting for. All right. Oh, wait, before we do that, man, hold on a second. Here we go. Before we start getting into shit, because you know me, man, I always tend to get a little, you know, the podcast tends to get a little like, you know, almost feels like. Almost feels like, uh, you know, there's no hope, <laughs> you know. So, 
I want to start off with it with something that makes you feel good. I just sent it to you, Brian. I want to start off the show with a feel good clip before we start getting into all our nonsense, just to make us, you know, feel a little good for a second. Right? Everybody deserves to feel a little good. So here's my feel good clip for all you people out there. You know, this is for my people who are thinking of getting a triple X playground and you don't know if you want to get it yet. All right, let me go. I got it up here. I got it up here. <laughs> what? Here we go. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's just a little rapey. Not gonna lie, this is a rapey cat, bro. All right. That's what you call a Mac cat, son. That cat is a Don. You a see Don? that motherfucker? He's a the, Don, son. The first one, listening to Michael Buble, that one? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, I mean, dude, look at this. Smooth as silk, dog. <laughs> look at that. Tom smooth, cat. Smooth as silk. Look at him. Look at him. That's some Mac shit right there. Don't let your cat see that, Gary. Now, my cat is chilling, man. Mama mama knows what time. I don't know where mama is right now. Got to be careful. She attacked me the other day when I was on the phone with you, remember? Yeah. I was oh, on the dude, phone. I, I, let out, yeah. I let out a scream, right? I said, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Fucking, she hasn't attacked me in a long time. Which made me think, like, you know, when you get, like, I want a big cat. Like, you know, those big, big-ass cats. Uh-huh. But, like, I, I saw one the other day with, like, somebody with a spotted big-ass cat in the video. And I'm thinking, man, if that cat was to attack you Bro. that's it you're done like it could it could kill you it could kill you cats don't play man you ever see this cat video hey, look, oh, look at tom baby Yo, this nigga game is so cold look boom bang throw the little small boot on the counter boom pop the hat what's up we gonna smoke the seed pop roll it in one hand flip it leave it open look Let at that Come here, bitch. One pull, nigga. That motherfucker gone. I'm done with it. <laughs> What's that? Howdy, bitch. <laughs> yeah, baby. Cats are the best. I'm sorry. Monkeys coming close second. You think so? I feel like monkeys are kind of dirt balls, dude. They're nah. like throwing, throwing shit. I mean, it depends on the monkey, I guess, right? Yeah. The Talamirs, that's what I've been into, the Talamirs. I've been going to the zoo, visiting them, and just it's, sitting by the window and watching them jump around and attack each other. Talamirs? Talamirs. Talamir monkeys. T-A-L-A-M-I-R, I think it is. I think that's how you spell it. Yeah, see, he thought I was, he thought I was, but what? like, how do you, how do you spell it? I don't know, Talamir, Talamir, how do you spell it? I don't know. Let me see it. I, I, I just can't find anything yet because I don't think you're spelling it right. Spell oh, it again. Man. How is it? T-A? T-A-L. Huh? Tala, I guess, L-A, I guess. Talamir. Talamir? Yeah, Talamir monkeys. Let's see. Talapin? Talamore monkeys. 
Talamore. Man. Yeah, Talamore monkeys, man. They got those nice mustaches. Huh. My car notice do. Um Drew K, I took a phone call and came back to cat videos. Ha <laughs> ha. That was just for you, Drew. Clippy says, is you is or is you ain't my baby. That's another good one. Is you is or is you ain't my baby. Way you acting lately makes me down. <laughs> you is still my baby, baby. Even though I might not be around. King Handles at Gary, man up and get a cougar. I actually, uh, I didn't have, but my neighbor, my neighbor had, uh, 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 what were they called? Um, what was the name of that cat, man? Shit was huge. They like the Sphinx. Um, damn, a I lynx? can't believe. No, it's not a lynx. It's a. Uh, is it a? Is it a, a cat was, you would have at home? No, no, totally illegal. She got it on the black market. Cost hmm. like seven G's. It was uh, uh, it starts with an A, I think. I got pictures with it. The shit sat my height, man. I'll never have a relationship with another animal like that. It was a fucking huge. Uh, Savannah cat? No, no, no. Bengal? Sphinx? No, no, no. Burmese? Chowsey? Ocelot? Bombay? Are you just going to run down the whole? Caracal? Caracal. Yeah, you found it. Look at that. You found it. Yeah, bring bring that up. I actually had a relationship with one of these things until it got out and got hit by a car up in Long Island, which broke my heart. They found it like four towns over after it got out. Yeah, look at that bad boy. I used to chill with one of those. I used to chill with one of those. Yeah, it was dope. And when it went like that, dog. And and, and dude, one time it got loose, right, in the building because my neighbor was on vacation and it learned how to open her door. So it opened the door and got loose. And the lady who cleaned the building comes knocking on my door and she's like, Your friend's, your friend's uh, animal is running through. I'm going to call the cops. And I said, Don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. And I ran up to get it. And the thing, I hadn't seen it in like a month. And it had grown, ridiculously grown since the last time I saw it. So when I seen it by the door and I went to go grab it, it went, Rah! And I went and I backed up. And then I remember that yeah, this was dog. Yeah, yeah. You definitely backed the. Fuck oh no, up. I backed up. It scared the shit out of me. But then I remember that this cat has never once ever did anything aggressive to me. I mean, this cat, I would rub its stomach, and it would put its all four paws on me, and the nails never came out. I would spin it around on the floor, never try to bite me hard or anything. So I said, "Get the fuck out of here! This cat's like a pussy." And then I went and picked it up, and I was holding it like this. Really? And it was just going, Rah! and I put it back in the house, closed the door. I text my neighbor, yo, your cat got out. And then I leave my house to go to the show. And as I'm walking out, the cat opens the door again. It comes out. I said, oh, fuck. The cat figured out how to open the door. Crazy. Damn, bro. That's crazy. I'm looking at, oh, this, thing. I'm looking at this thing right now, bro. I mean, there's a beautiful I mean, animal. People own them now, but they're not supposed to. They grow up to about 65 pounds. It's a big fucking cat, bro. Oh, I mean, I feel beautiful. like anything over 40 could, could kill a human being. It was beautiful. Let me see if I can find a picture of me and the cat, man. It might take too long. Wow. Sure. I mean, it's a beautiful animal. Yeah, dude, that shit was Look at this thing. insane. Insane. Beautiful. Let's see. I might be able to find it. Yeah, this cat. I'll never have another relationship with a cat like that again, man. I was so heartbroken when i found it made the news and everything 
they made the news for like a week straight because before it got hit by the car, it got away. And then everyone was bugging out. Because it was just wandering like, around New York City? Because there, there, was, there was this big-ass cat. Nah, it wasn't. Yeah, well, it was in Long Island. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then, like, they were seeing it from town to town and filming it. And then it got hit by a car. And then they were looking for the owner. So she broke out. <laughs> when was this? And I, and I was like, what are they going to do to you? Like, you could just say, it's not my cat. How are they going to prove it's your cat? I never when was this? That. Uh, 2019, I think. Oh, yeah. Around that time. There's another one that got out in 2022. No, nah, it wasn't 2022. I know, sure, but I'm saying there's, because... a, there's another one. See, look at this. Oh, uh, see, yeah, that's a different. That's the one I was looking at yesterday that I said, man, if that shit decided. You bro, know, look at those paws, bro. Look yeah, at those mitts. Insane. Look at those things, dude. And they got like, what, nails like that on the other side of them that can just pierce through skin? Yeah, they could just pierce through skin. Exactly. Dog, who would would want one of those those beasts in your house? Well, she had it as a kitten. Well, obviously, you don't get it as a... No, you don't get it as an adult, for sure. (laughs) But, um, damn, man, where is it? Because I'm right here. I got a picture of it, but I just want to get the picture that I took, the last picture I took of it. It's fucking amazing, man. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Where is it? This cat was fucking amazing, man. Fuck. Well, let me show you just the cat. Fuck it. I got a picture of the cat. Let me see. That's not a good picture. That story of you picking it up is like the video of a Muslim woman carrying off a pissed-off lion. Like <laughs> yeah, it was huge, dude. It scared the shit out of me when I first, because I didn't remember it being so big, man. And then it was like I forgot that Bro. it hadn't seen me in a while. Check this shit out. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it was like. Only it wasn't it wasn't like swarming around like that. It's a lion, dog. What odd music to pair up with this video, also. I just sent it to you. Uh, I sent you a picture of it when it was a little younger. I don't know if I sent it in a text or on Facebook. I don't know how it got sent to you. It might be on Facebook. Check all your shit, man. Yeah, man. That shit was amazing. I, I was so sad when it, when it passed away, man. Fucking never meet another animal like that again. This shit used to eat whole, like, chickens. She would have to buy, like, whole big-ass chickens and shit. Crazy. Did you get it? No, I didn't get a message from you on any platform. Check uh, fucking Facebook. Check your Facebook. What did I send it on? Let me see. I have no idea. Oh, no, I sent it to you. No. The fuck did I send it on? Let me see. It said Brian Licata. Damn, why is it telling me to lie? Oh, here you go. Now I got it. Now there I got go. it. Now I got it. Uh, I'm fucking with my Facebook. My Facebook fucking signed me out for some reason. Now it's telling me I have to sign in. I refuse to sign back in because I'm afraid. Bro, I don't even know how you, you shared it. You shared it with me on Google Photos. Oh, okay. Because I sent which is it that, from which my is Google actually Photos. A, uh, uh, which is actually a brand new way. <laughs> sent, now we have one more fucking way that we're just going to send you. I just sent it. But now I can't fucking keep track of. All right, man. Well, what do you want from me, dog? I don't even know what to do with this, dude. 
You can't show it? I mean, I can, but I have to figure so, out how. How about you just send it to you when there's something else? Or just download it to your desktop. You can't do that. Drag it. Just drag it to your desktop. For my phone? Yeah, oh, it's on. on your phone. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's on your phone. Okay, I didn't know. Man. You know what? Go fuck yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I can show it like that. <laughs> this is, this is real. Oh, yeah, save. Here we go. Save. So now it should be in my photos, theoretically. That's a good word, theoretically. I'm surprised I don't use it more. Really? Because, I mean, a lot of stuff you say is mostly theoretically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm surprised I don't use that word more. Should add you it to your, to your repertoire. I should add that oh, yeah. to my repertoire, too. Repertoire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely can't spell it. Look at that bad boy, man. That's when, that's when, that's when he was little. Oh, he was so dope, man. Look at those mitts, too, he was, bro. He was already the size of a dog. He was already the size of, like, a medium-sized dog already. He kind of looks friendly. Oh, he was completely friendly. He, Like I said, I I never met a friendlier cat. He was so dope. He was hmm. so dope. All right. Well, anyway, let's get into it, man. I saw the Barbie movie. I saw the Barbie movie this weekend. I didn't pay to see it. <laughs> I watched it on a, a bootleg, of course. Mm -hmm. I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. I'm sorry. I didn't hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny. Uh, I feel like every time they do these these movies, and this is where we lose all our female, this is where we lose all our female followers. Um <laughs> you look I don't even think Michelle's I don't even think Michelle's listening right now. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's not on. Maybe Lauren, but I don't think she's yeah. gonna leave. Yeah, um, I should probably left it ready. Um <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, it's probably just us dudes here. But I feel mm -hmm. like every time they do these movies that are like um uh what is what is that called? Uh uh feminist, these feminist movies, they basically out themselves. You know what I'm saying? They do these movies and they and and they out themselves. Hmm. I found it very interesting. It's definitely 100 percent you know, a feminist movie. Uh and <laughs> Stormy's listening. Uh <laughs> what up, Stormy? Stormy, glad you're here. Oh, oh my key. Um, so I found it very interesting. The movie starts out with a bunch of little girls playing with their with their baby dolls, like babies. Mm -hmm. And they're saying how in the beginning, all they had was baby dolls, training them to be mothers. And that was all they had. And then it was like an homage to uh, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. What, in, in the Barbie movie? Yeah, that's how it starts, like 2001 Space Odyssey. Really? Yeah, you see them playing with the baby dolls, right? And then and what, Barbie. Who, who's, who's playing? Cause, uh, little girls. They yeah, show my, a bunch of little girls playing with Barbie. Not Barbies, regular baby dolls, like looking like babies. And then the Barbie doll doll appears real big in the middle and they're all like oh and then they all oh, start oh like the tablet yeah. in yeah in 2001 in 2001 and then they all start smashing the babies oh you know they start banging the babies breaking their heads bashing the babies right stormy said you can't give uh gee i lost you for a second uh we are still live on the stream uh 
Gary, 10-4. G, are you there? Stormy says, you can't get rid of me. Everyone has an opinion. I can respect it and maybe share the same opinions. Gee, I lost you, buddy. Uh, we are still absolutely live here on the stream. Uh, I'm going to try to get a hold of Gary uh, and see what is, uh, what's going on with him. Gee, where'd you go, Bo? See, this is what happens. We, we, you know, we try to talk some shit and then, uh, you know, Gary forgets to pay his internet bill. Yeah, what do you owe Comcast some money, dude? Nah, man, I'm on. You're on? I don't I don't have you in there. No, I'm not in there right now. Oh. You kick me out. Yeah. You're still on? Let me see if I can go back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to click try to click the link link again. I got you here full screen. Yeah. Um, I think this shit is annoying, man. This shit is annoying the fuck out of me. What is it saying? It's not that it's just spinning. It's not letting me in. Mm. This is some bullshit right here. Uh, this is some bullshit. Let's do it again. All right, Brian. It is StreamYard, Stormy. Yes, we are having issues with StreamYard. All of our fans. All right, all right. Are you here? No, not yet. Now it's still loading. All right, here we go. Enter studio. There you go. There you go. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, people. Um, yeah, so it starts out, right? You see this? I told you to stop talking about the UFOs. <laughs> yeah, so like they start smashing the baby's heads, which to me, there's no... Like that's the that's that's the wrap up right there of of feminism. You know what I'm saying? Killing the babies. Mm -hmm. Uh so they start killing off the babies. And basically they live, they live in Barbie world, and Barbie world is like a complete Barbie land is a complete like feminist perfect land. You know, it's like liberal perfect land for women. Women it's do everything. It's the opposite, it's the opposite it's of the matriarchy life. instead of the patriarchy, correct? Exactly. Okay. And it's 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 basically then they're doing construction. And now, but that is where, from my understanding, it was where the uh, like they were the toys, right? It was like the toy land, right? Yeah, it was like toy, toy land. They had their own like little like land, yeah, and, and it was cool. And right. I and I can understand what my daughter liked about it because she's in the Barbie house. They have mm -hmm. all the like the toys that they made. You know, all the Barbies, which I found very interesting. At one point, the the owner, like the head dude of Mattel walks out and he sees the pregnant Barbie and goes, oh, I thought we discontinued them. Very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want the, they don't want the pregnant Barbie. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because all the Kens, all the Kens are basically like products of being in that land. In other words, they're all cucks. They're all like just pretty much gay. They're all gay. Yeah, you know they're gay, but they're not gay, right? Yeah, I asked, exactly. I asked my girl, I was like, are they gay? She's like, no. I was like, but they are, right? But they are, yes. Right. They're gay, but they're not gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Were they making sandwiches and cleaning in Barbie land? No, actually, all they were doing was just trying, just waiting for whatever Barbie needed. 
Because the whole See, thing and is that's actually something that I, that, that I, that I want to get to, right? And this is the problem. There's nothing wrong with making sandwiches or cleaning. Every man should be able to fucking take care of themselves. Me and G talk about that shit all the time. Do we oh, not? Of course. Yeah, no, I, I'm self-sufficient, baby. Yeah. You know, but I feel like you, you probably would have been a Ken. You look like no, the dude. No, 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 So basically, no, no. what happens? I'm as is handsome is... as a Ken, and as dapper as a Ken, and as endowed as a Ken. That I believe. Um, so they wind up. What happens is, uh, like one of these creators starts designing in the real world, like Barbies that like are sad and depressed and shit or whatever, and it starts to affect the main Barbie. And well, yeah, it was something with her feet, about, right? Her feet weren't up. She, right? That was cool, too. Like I said, there were cool things. Like, whenever she got out of her shoes, she stayed on her toes, like mm -hmm. the doll. And then one day, she goes flat. Right. You know, and then she goes to the real world and shit. And in the real world, of course, the men are running shit. And the women, you know, are just wherever the women are. And, and they make it look like the men run everything. Okay. I heard the scene, the scene with Ryan Gosling becoming into, like, a... In, into the the man's world he was like loving it right oh he was, he was loving like, wow, it because because like he said some lady even asked me for the time you know because <laughs> they would you know like men are nothing in in, in what you call the world which is fine like like i said at first i thought i was gonna be like oh my god but but what it's showing is basically if the libs had it their way this is the way it would be basically you know what i'm saying or do you think um, it was possible like 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 possible to show the woman's perspective of what it's like to live in the man's society. Do you think that has like, I guess, I mean, like I said, at no point was I really like cursing at the screen. I was just watching it. You know, there were a lot of interesting things going on. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that's like what you the, know. you know, what the take could be? Is that like, this is how women would feel in a, in the man's world. Oh, Michelle's here. Uh, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for, Not thanks for being here. You. Yeah. yeah glad I mean, yeah, it's basically showing like, like how it would be if the women ran everything in. And then what happens is, you know, Ken goes out there to the real world. He sees that men are actually, uh, you know, and they say patriarch, patriarch through the whole thing. And he takes all these books on the patriarchy and goes back to Barbie land. And then it becomes Ken world or some shit. You know, now Ken is running shit. All the chicks are, you know, serving Ken's when she comes back, you know. And I'm not going to lie. Back to the Barbie all, land? Yeah. They all appear to be very happy. Okay, they're all smiling and they all appear to be very happy, right? But then uh but then what happens is Barbie goes in and and the creator chick in the real world hooks up with her and they have to like keep snatching all the Barbies to snap them out, to snap them out of it. And they snap it out by giving that speech that we showed last week where she's like, you know, and that's what kills me too, because she's describing what a woman has to be. And she's like, oh, you got to have kids, but don't talk about your kids too much. You got to be strong, but pretend you're weak. You got to be beautiful, but not so beautiful that other men pay attention. That was the you scene that be, we watched. That we, we watched that scene. Yep. And I watched that, and I seen her say all the things that women have to be. And I sat there and went, for who? Like, what? Men ain't even thinking that deep. We're not even thinking that deep that you got to be this. Just don't be fucking annoying. How about that? Learn to fucking tell a story. Never once did she say, we need to learn to tell a story. No. Learn to tell a fucking story. I don't give a fuck if you're too strong, too weak. Nobody gives a shit about that. But that tells me, like, all the shit that goes on in women's heads that they think, you know, that they think we need to, like, they think they need to do all that shit. You don't. You don't really need to do all that shit. You're putting that pressure on yourselves, you know? 
But it's crazy because Barbie doesn't care about Ken at all. Ken's like totally in love with her. He needs to be with her. You know what I'm saying? He wants her, but she doesn't want to be with him at all. She doesn't love him, you know? But what I found pretty interesting was even in Ken's land, right? Yeah, learn to tell a fucking story. Even in Ken's land, right? Everything they're doing is still to get the women. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And I found that very interesting that although they were running shit, everything they were doing was trying to impress the women to get the women. You understand what I'm saying? So in Barbie yeah. land, the men were waiting around doing nothing just at the whim of the women waiting to take care of their woman. Then you got Ken land where they're running shit, but they're still going out of their way to try to get the woman, which is what I always said. Like, when it comes to power, listen, the reason why men wake up in the morning is to try to get the fucking woman. You know, they have nice cars, not to impress other men, although nowadays dudes might be impressed by that. But it's really the dude with the nice car gets the woman. The dude with the good job gets the woman. The dude who's funny gets the woman. You understand what I'm saying? So everything that men do usually in life is really just to get the woman. You understand what I'm saying? So it gets to a point where. Um, the creator of Barbie shows up and she's the chick from uh from Cheers, the short chick that's married to Rhea um, Perlman. Yeah, yeah. She's really? like the yeah, she's like the godlike character. Huh. And and she's the one who created, she's the creator of Barbie, right? She plays the creator of Barbie. She's and, the spirit of Ruth Handler. Yeah. Mm. And it's funny because at one point she says to him, I mean I Barbie love her. Ray Perlman's great. Oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah, Barbie fantastic. says to her, Barbie says to her, I didn't know there were, there were any women working, you know, for Mattel. And she goes, oh, honey, we do so much more. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, in other words, what I got from that was basically like, like we do so much more than just working. Mm -mm. Working isn't what does it, you know? And, and what I find really crazy is, and here's what, like I said, it was interesting because the chick who create, uh, the chick that's like the, the real chick that goes into Barbie land to help her out, she starts talking to the Rita Perlman character and she says, I just want a Barbie that can do whatever, that can be whatever. She could be a mother if I want her to be a mother. She could work if I want her to work. She can do whatever it is she wants to do. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, don't, don't force me to be anything just can i have a barbie that i can make her whatever i want to make her and i'm thinking to myself you got that it's called barbie the original barbie you can make her do whatever the fuck you want to do you know what i'm saying she could be whatever the hell you want to make her be i also i also thought it was interesting that the stereotypical barbie was also the hot barbie right like they're not going to make the ugly barbie you know oh well they did have the ugly barbie they had weird Barbie. They had yeah, like a weird, bunch of weird Barbie's the ugly Barbie. She's the uh, Barbie that the kids cut the hair off of and put marker uh, on and all that shit. It was Kate you McKinnon. Know? Yeah, obviously. And like I said, it was it was good. It was it was like I said, it, it it's showing both sides of everything. But there's a couple of very interesting things. One is in the beginning, the the weird one when Barbie starts going through all this stuff, uh, the weird one tells her, "Okay, well you can find out what's going on." Right. And she shows her like a sandal if you pick the sandal or you could just go back to Barbie land and not know anything that's going on. And it's a high heel shoe. So it's the green pill, red, the, the red pill, blue pill. Hmm. Right. And she says you could take the, the high heel 
and go back to living the way you were, oblivious to all the real shit that's going on in life. Or you could take the the sandal, which is like a rubber really? sandal. Yeah. They did that? That was one of the scenes? Yeah. And guess like what she picks? High heel. She picks the high heel. And then and then the the weird one, you know, smacks her in the face with the sandal and says, no, you don't have a choice. You got to take this one. Which is very interesting because I personally believe if you give women the choice, in most cases, they would choose to take care of their family. If you give a woman a choice of going to work for somebody else mm -hmm. and your career and then being 30 and 40 and being alone or being with your man, having a baby, raising your family, most women, I believe, would take care of their family. You know, and that's what they're showing in <laughs> that big, scene. Some pretty big uh, generalizations, but all right, I'm with you. <laughs> Let Lindsay Lohan play her coquette Barbie. Stormy Instead, agrees. Stormy agrees. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, if I had the choice, that's what I would take. Mm -hmm. Even to the point of <laughs> Morpheus would never would, would have ever would have ever smacked Neo. Never. Never. But if I had that choice, that's the choice I would take, right? And then I mm -hmm. also find it pretty funny because at the end she tells her, now they give Barbie the choice to go back to Barbie land or become a real woman. Right? And she chooses to become a real woman. Hmm. And the movie, and I know these are all spoiler alerts, but the movie, she goes in, She now she's a real woman, right? And she's all dressed up. And it looks like she's going on a job interview. Like she's going to her first job interview because now she's a free woman and she's going to do whatever she wants to do. So she walks into this building. You don't know what the building is. And then she walks up and she goes, hi, I'm here for my gyno appointment. So what? the first thing she does as a real woman is go to the Bro, gynecologist. What? What? Are you well, serious? I find that very interesting. See, it's all about how you look at it, man. I find it very interesting. There's a couple of things interesting. One, when you listen to the left describe what a woman is, when you ask what a woman is, they'll say it's not just the vagina. A vagina is not what, you know, vagina and breast don't make a woman a woman and a penis doesn't make a, a man a man. But then the first thing in this movie written by self-proclaimed number one, she's the number one, um, whatchamacallit in the world, she claims. The first thing she does as a woman is go to the gyno, hmm. you know, and. Uh, so do you think that is like um, like a tongue because in her instinct, or what? I think her instinct is she wants a child. That she wants to be a mother and she wants to make sure everything is good to go. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But I find that interesting, though, how they say it's not that it's not it's not your, your, your parts of your body. But then the first thing as a woman is she goes to make sure everything in the parts of her body are right. You know what I'm saying? So I found that very interesting. It wasn't, like I said, I liked the movie. I thought it was okay. It wasn't the worst movie I ever saw, you know, at all, by far. I wasn't even sitting there through the whole thing going, oh, my God, oh, my God, because I understood that it was showing, you know, two different worlds. One world was a world controlled by women, and the other one was the regular world, where it's mixed. Let's keep it real, because it proves that when she says she works there, you know. I want to... Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna, I want to read something about CNN about that, that talking about this. Stormy, uh, I do suggest you see the movie because the truth is, it's a good movie. It really, it really was a good movie. I'm uh, not gonna lie. 
After all of Barbie's glories and misadventures on the path to becoming human, moviegoers leave her at a pivotal moment at the close of the new film. The moment isn't starting an extraordinary astronaut job or winning a Nobel Prize or even realizing authentic human beauty. It's a gynecologist appointment. In the film, uh, the character Ruth Handler, uh, who invented the doll, explains that Barbie doesn't have an ending. Instead, the movie closes with Barbie beginning the full human experience. Why is something as ordinary as a doctor's appointment important enough for the final scene of the movie? What makes this regular inconvenience a unifying entry into womanhood? To help us with these questions, I spoke to CNN medical analyst Dr. Lena Wen, who is an emergency <laughs> yeah, physician she knows the answers. and professor of health policy and management at the GW Milken Institute of Public Health. She served as Baltimore's public health commissioner, um, which uh, her main job was testing fentanyl on the streets of, 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 of Baltimore. Yeah, or well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why might it be important that Barbie culminated in a gyno appointment? Having everyone see Barbie go to the gyno normalizes the experience. It solidifies the understanding that reproductive health is an integral, integral part of overall health. I hope that we will, I hope that will be one of the main takeaways from the scene, which is that every girl, every woman, every person, every person who has female reproductive organs should seek regular preventive care to address the reproductive health. So what you mean is every woman? No, every person. No, every woman. See, and that's another thing. Whenever they do these movies, they expose how ridiculous that is. Yeah, look, even, even how, Barbie often, didn't want how that. often should women and people with female reproductive health You kind of, dude. <laughs> you mean women. And here's the thing. Remember that show? There was a movie that came on right after. There was a movie that came out on Hulu. We talked about it back in the day that came out on Hulu where all the, right after, right after the pandemic, oh, they had this, this season where all the men died. All the oh, men died, yeah. and all that was left was the women, right? Yeah, and the yeah, men didn't yeah. just disappear. Oh, the they last died. Man? Was it the last yeah, man? Yeah, the last man. Yeah, why? Right? Check man, that man. out if you really want to see them expose themselves again. Because in that movie, right, one man survives. <laughs> Only one man survives, you know, and they're trying to keep him secret. I guess all the chicks are going to want to bang him or whatever, but they're trying to keep him secret. But <laughs> there's other men walking around. You know what men are walking around? What? Trans men. They didn't die. Interesting. How interesting. How interesting that the trans men didn't die. Why didn't they die? Because only the men died. And that's a movie written by a female. I checked mm. it. I looked to see who wrote the shit. It's a female who wrote it. And here's the thing. I couldn't even get past the fourth, the fourth episode. I couldn't because it was just so annoying. Because let's break it down and keep it real. Can I keep it real? I will keep it real. In the movie, after all the men died, they got dead bodies all over the place because the men just died. They don't disappear. There's dead bodies everywhere. They don't even clean up the bodies. They got to hold like these meetings. What are we going to do about the bodies? And they're like, well, the bodies ain't as important as trying to figure out how to get the electricity going and everything else so that we can get this, this world running again. And they're like, but we, the bodies are going to start you know, deteriorating and bringing, you know, infection disease. and all this other disease. And so now they're holding all these meetings, you know, and it's funny because the president, of course, is the president's wife. Like it was like all the wives step into their husband's roles. Mm -hmm. So if your husband was, you know, the minister of defense, now the wife becomes the minister of defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? What makes her so fucking, mm -hmm. why, why? Just because her husband was, now you know how to do it. But regardless, they don't clean up the bodies. 
You know what I'm saying? Like for months, they're not cleaning up the bodies and they're still trying to figure out how to get everything running. Okay, now let's take that scenario and spin it around. We wake up one day and all the women, I hope it would never happen because I love women, but they all die, right? What would the men do? Would they have to hold a meeting or would, or would someone just be like, all right, our first thing is we got to get all these bodies out of here. We got to put them someplace so that it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? We got to bury all the bodies. <laughs> the and then first thing what? someone would do would be to set up some post rigor mortis sex shop with dead bodies. Oh that is God. the first thing some sick fucking male would do. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm wondering now, so would Ken version be going to a prostate exam? Honestly, I think any Ken version was doing the prostate exam. Mm -hmm. I think I think the Kens they didn't even have prostates in in in, in Barbie Land, but I think they still went for the exam. Mm. They, I I feel like they were all giving each other prostate exams. Um, but in that movie, let's put it let's let's turn it around now. Now all that's left is men, and of course trans women, right? That's what would be left. The men would figure out. We got to get these bodies cleaned up. And then you know what they would do after that? Just go to work. They would just go to work. And the world would still continue. You understand what I'm saying? Like without skipping a beat, they ain't got to figure out how to throw on the electricity. They ain't got to figure out how to get the water going to the house. Why? Because they're doing that already. They ain't got to figure out how to build buildings and build houses. Why? Because they're doing that already. So they would just go to work. They probably take a week off to clean up all the bodies and then go right back to work. And then they start to figure out, all right, this is a problem because how are we going to keep this, this world going without women? So then they mm. start to go into the science and all that stuff of trying to figure out how to bring women back because women are very needed. So don't get me wrong. Women are very needed. We're just different and we play different roles and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and when you see, Correct. When you see these movies, they show how like, Listen, man, you could try all day to become a man. You're not going to. And, and and men could try all day to become women. They're just not going to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. And anyone knows me, they know I have no problem with trans women. You know, I don't give a and, fuck and, what and you I do. And I think you're hitting a, a very good point, dude. And I say this shit all the time. What we need to be doing is sticking to our strengths. Like in a relationship, right? With me and my girl. We stick to our strengths, right? Yeah. Whatever She's the we're main both provider. You stay looking cute like a... <laughs> <laughs> whatever Shoulder. we're good at dude and i say this shit all the time double and triple down on the shit that we are good at dude she's a really really good programmer and software developer so bro i don't she doesn't need to do so, like bro I, i'll go grocery shopping i'll order the shit on amazon i'll go down to trader joe's and buy some shit you just keep going over there and code your, your little heart out that's what i want yeah there you go I feel like when, I feel like I feel like when you masturbate, it's like this. That's why I feel like you masturbate like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't go like this. You go like this. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah, but all I know is a man has never made me come. <laughs> you don't even finish when you masturbate, right? A man has never made you come. Even when I do it to myself, I don't finish. <laughs> ah! Cliffy, Cliffy says you're terrible, Gary. I know, uh... Cliff. Cliff, you know this. I know this. 
you know, it's all right. So, so let's, 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 let's get back to Barbie, man. I mean, what's your, what's my, your, what's my, your synopsis? Listen, what's, my, what's my your, what's your, your, I your wish you would have saw the movie. I told you to watch it, but you didn't. I wish you would have watched it because you probably would have made for a better conversation because you'd know what I was talking about. Um, but you didn't watch it because you never read or watch anything I send you. Um, well, that's not true. I sent you that other thing the other day with all the hospitals, how they're all named after saints. Did you watch that? What the dude was talking about, uh, you know, how like, um, there's a reason why they're killing all the babies and that the church. Oh, dude. Bro, that was heavy, dude. It's heavy, right? I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fell asleep. I, I was trying. I fell asleep. But basically, what it was saying is like, even back in the day, there, there, there was two times biblically back in the day where they were destroying babies. One was when Moses was being born. They they knew Moses was coming because it had been um it had been prophesied right that Moses would come and lead his people out of out of Egypt. So they were trying to make that not happen. They were trying to keep their power. So what did they do? They started killing all the babies so that that baby wouldn't be born. Hmm. And of course, Moses was born, put in the water, sent away. They snuck him away. Right? They did it again with Jesus when Jesus was going to be born. Right. He sent all the people out to kill all the babies to and under. Right. Because they didn't want Jesus to be born. And they're saying that right now that the church to this day is still doing it and they're doing it in the hospitals and they're doing it with abortion because they know that there's been a prophecy of Jesus coming again. So what they're trying to do is make sure that that baby's never born. You know, I mean, that's what the story's telling, you know. Dude, and, and it was and, it was funny, man. When I was watching the beginning, and they were saying, team, "Look at the hospitals. It, it Every like, hospital is Saint this, Saint that, Saint this, Saint that." So it's all all the hospitals are ran by churches, right? Uh, you know, the church is totally with abortion, and and uh, I, uh, Cyril, who said, "I'll send you, I'll send you the video." It's a long video. It's like an hour and forty minutes. And do breaks it down. It's very, it's a little long winded because he does go into scripture and breaking down all the scripture and shit. But I found it very interesting. That's all. You know what I'm saying? I just found it very interesting. Um, and and dude, I don't know. It, it, it scared me a little bit too, man. Because like you know, I've I've you know, me and me and Christina have been talking about like kids and stuff like that. And then I'm like, dude, like the hospital, bro. They take your kid away. They start pumping them with fucking shots of shit and like. Ah, it's scary, bro. Uh, Cliffy says the only people that have a problem with gay culture are those that are unsure about their own sexuality. I'm straight male. He, him, his, and my gay friends get it. I love being heterosexual. Be true to yourself or true to life. Um, sure. Thank you for the true to life shout out there. Um, Cliffy, the only person that matters that, that has a problem with it is God. I don't have a problem with it. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? But then again, I don't have a problem with a lot of things that are wrong. I have friends that are criminals and I love these people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're criminals. <laughs> they're criminals. So, so, um, there's that's, a thing. That, of, that's the link, Mark. That's, that's the link for that video. Yeah. So, so there's a thing of God has a problem with it. And how do we know God has a problem with it? Because scripture says God has a problem with it. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. God has a problem also with you fucking chicks and you're not married to them. See, like people tend to think like because I go, oh, that's wrong, that I'm saying I'm somehow better. No, fornication is a sin. 
fornication is a sin to, to be having sex out there not in not in not being married in god's eyes is a sin so yeah there's a bunch of people who can who could sit there and say i'll accept this sin but not this sin i'll accept this sin but not that sin mm -hmm. but god doesn't accept any sin and sin is sin and that's the problem and if you love somebody if you if you truly love somebody and you know they're going down the wrong road you're going to tell them that's all they could do whatever the hell they want to do but at the end of the day the only opinion that matters is god's because at the end of the day that's who we're going to be judged by whether you believe it or not you know what i'm saying whether you believe it or not cliff says exactly jesus doesn't have a penal code sin is sin you're right now do I think Jesus would have been in the front of a, a of a line marching saying it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve? No, I don't think he would go about it that way. I think he would change hearts the way he's always changed hearts by telling them a parable and then showing them love. You know, and love is what changes the heart. If that makes sense. You know, so he has a problem with it. You know, he has a problem with it. And the other day I was driving to work, it was pouring out here. And I was driving to work and I saw this huge rainbow across all of AC, just a huge rainbow right after this major storm. And it made me, it just made me look and go, these motherfuckers snatched the rainbow. Because when you see a rainbow in the sky, it's supposed to be a reminder between you and God that God says he will never flood the earth again the way he did with uh, in the days of Noah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that he would also quote Mosaic law, Mosaic law. What's Mosaic law? I should know that. I should know that, but I don't. The and laws I, of Moses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the laws, yeah, straight up Leviticus. He never, he never, you know. And people said he went against the law. No, he made the laws living and breathing. You know what I'm saying? He actually went deeper into it. He went deeper into the laws because he said if you look at a woman in lust, then it's the same. Hmm. You know. Thanks, Cliff. Laws of Moses. Yeah, we looked it up. We got it. Um, You're right. So uh, I want to get into the Oppenheimer movie because I went out and I saw that. I saw that too. Oh, you did I, watch it. I, dude, you told me to watch it. And you know what I did? I fucking watched it. Okay? That's what I did. Why? Because my producer said, watch this. He wanted to talk about it. So I watched it. What did you think? Did you like it? I did like it. Honestly, a lot of fucking great actors in that movie, yo. Dude, Cillian, Cillian Murphy is one of the best actors of our time. He is a beast, bro. He was good. He, it, was, it was hard to keep up. Great. It was hard to keep He's up. And people kept, people kept standing up during the movie. Because <laughs> I watched it bootleg too. Actually, no, yeah. that one. That one I watched that they had that one. Like a good bootleg one, version? Yeah, one, two, three dot com. Uh, <laughs> movies one, two, three, in case you're wondering. Movies one, two, yeah. three. Okay. Com. So um so the but, Oppen the Oppenheimer movie, the the structure of the movie is it's a series of flashbacks and current events, and you can't yeah. really tell at what point you're viewing the movie movie from. Obviously, it's the future, but you don't know when. Christopher Nolan goes back and forth between black and white, which I thought was super fucking cool. So you see Oppenheimer's life from the beginning, but at the same time, he, they're showing him in the presence of the movie, present time of the movie where he's under some sort of hearing. investigation. Hearing. Yeah, he's yes. under an investigation. So what happened with uh, Oppenheimer is after World War II, 
he started to get investigated by committee because of his ties to communism, right? Yeah. Because the Communist Party was huge all over the place. Like yeah. after the Bolshevik Revolution, like 1919, 1920, communism spread all over the place. Uh, UK, US, South yeah. America, you know, it's, it's all over. And there were a lot of people in the US, especially uh, Hollywood, that were, were sympathetic towards communism. Oppenheimer's I brother. I don't, I honestly don't get that. I don't well, get people who want communism. I just well, don't get it. Well, because what you have to remember, dude, at the turn of the century, you know, we're in this industrial revolution and everyone is working in factories for like 18 hours a day for like a nickel, you know? So the communism party started as a laborers party or the workers party to give rights to the workers because the, the difference between, you know, there wasn't a middle class. It was rich and poor, you know? And then the liberalism and the communism pushed towards more workers' rights, things balanced out, and then bam, and it's, yeah, and, and King's Handel is right. They are still here. They hide amongst the liberals. But anyway, so what happens is there's this, there's this guy who, um, you know, uh, his name is Louis Strauss, who was the chairman of uh, the Atomic Energy Commission, which started, I guess, really like after uh, the war, and he eventually was getting put up to uh, to be like in the cabinet, I think, for Eisenhower or something like that, uh, or Truman or whoever. But he was a guy who basically railroaded Oppenheimer, right? And, yeah. And because what they did was they Robert used Robert Downey thing. Jr. Yeah, I didn't that's realize that was him, dude. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. He looked old in that movie, right? Dude, I didn't know that was him until I just read that. I didn't really? You didn't know it was him? Oh, no. I, I picked up on that quick. Yo. I was like, oh, shit. They made this motherfucker look old. So it's really cool that they show before World War II how Oppenheimer is going from place to place to place to study. And he's yeah. meeting with all these scientists like in yep. Austria because, you know, pre-World War II and, and you know, post-World War – like, dude, in World War I, bro, they were like foot soldiers. Like they were still conducting war on horses, you know, and they just yeah. planes just started coming out. Like World War One went from like basically like bayonet, bow and arrow warfare to like modern warfare, like all in the same war. Like they had horses, tanks and planes, same fucking war, right? So after that, science just takes Horses didn't stand up too good against the tanks. No, dude, they got destroyed, bro. <laughs> but that's what happened, dude. Germany got destroyed because they had people on fucking horseback, right? <laughs> but after, after the war, you know, Austria, Switzerland, there's all this like scientific research going on. And that's like Oppenheimer meets Heisenberg and he meets all these other like, you know, Danish, Swiss scientists who then get taken by the Germans. So the yeah. Germans are doing this research at the same time. The Russians are doing this research at the same time and the U.S. is doing it at the same time. And the U.S. is working with Russia, but we're keeping the shit we're doing secret from them. Yes, Obviously, because, yeah. you know, we're both fighting Germany, but we're still both enemies. Exactly. Because we want democracy. I mean, the truth of the matter is we're not. The governments are. Right. And that's the thing that kills me because most people don't give a fuck. You know, your well, average dude, it's really not even the governments, bro. It's the business. Well, the businesses. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, the deep state, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, you know, the interesting, the interesting thing to me, you know, I, First and foremost, as a as a, a fan of movies, and I I will go as far to say I'll call Oppenheimer a fucking film, bro. It was a film. It really was difference? a film. 
It was three hours long. It better be a fucking film. No, it was shot on fucking film. That's why I'm calling oh. it a film, dude. Oh, a lot okay. of it was shot on film. All right. Yeah, they did. Um, Kodak actually came out with 35, or uh, it came out with black and white film for the IMAX camera for, for this movie. Like they did a bunch of like innovations specifically for, um, you know, for this. And I, I thought it was sick. Uh, Cliffy said World War One was the most horrible and sick time. War is always wrong and quite frankly absolute. Don't disagree I, with you. I, I, I just disagree with it says the most horrible. I don't know. I think the days of Genghis Khan and and you know like I think shit used to be a lot more brutal. Yeah, but see a the thing was brutal. they they they, they I mean they had guns, more. bro. They had gunshot wounds. Yeah. But they were still sawing your arm off in World War 1. Yeah. But I'm saying back in the day though, they would they were going at it like pretty much hand to hand almost. They I had to know, get close and personal, which was a lot more brutal. That's what I'm saying. Like in other yeah. words, what's more brutal? Uh, going in and fighting hand to hand, and then you know, literally beating and like destroying people, or dropping a bomb on them. Mm-hmm. In other words, you get more people with the bomb, but it's also quick. Right. It's a little, le- you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, yeah. it's quick. It's a little less brutal. It's, it's, it's definitely more. It is horrible. You're right. I'll, you know what? I'll agree with that, Cliff. I take that back. So the, the the weird thing I thought about the well, the cool thing I thought about the Oppenheimer movie was that. It didn't really show the war at all. It was really just about them developing the bomb, right? Yeah, they didn't even show them drop the actual bomb. They showed them test it. Right, which is honestly, dude, that's the best scene, right? Like, why would test it? No, dude, when they fucking uh, drop it in Japan. Yeah, I was mad. Oh, I was mad they didn't drop. I was mad. And see, but that, that, that is that. the that's the real political statement about it, right? It's because they show, you know, the the I guess um apprehensions about the atomic crew and then they get to the point where you know uh, that scene with um what was it truman i guess oh yeah when truman's like dude the blood's not on your hands i dropped the bomb not you yeah yeah because he said I, I, he said i'm afraid i got blood on my hands and he said nobody cares about yeah no one knows who you are and there we go we just lost gary again come on g your fucking internet is trash son trash bro Twice in one episode. He fucking can't get in, can't get out. Got to kick him out, kick him back in. Gee, dude, you just... <sighs> the shit sucks. Personally, if anybody, if you have not seen the Oppenheimer movie, please, I would I would highly recommend going to see it. Um, I, would, I wouldn't pirate it either. It was, it was definitely worth a movie to see on the big screen. I was trying to, to get it in the... Um, um, I was trying to get it in a... In IMAX, but the theaters were just too uh, too blown. Cliffy says, Brian is right. Obsolete is what I meant. War is not always about politics or religion. It's about economics. And here, we got you calling in again. What, bro? What? Keep it off for a second. I'm restarting my computer. This shit is fucking with me. I don't know why. Everything's paid for. It makes no sense. Um, well, yeah, I got you in. Uh, Cliffy just Cliffy just came in with the comment. He said, "Brian is right. Obsolete is what I meant. War is always not about politics or religion. It's about economics." Uh, and gee, I was just telling everyone that I think you know they should go see the Oppenheimer in uh, in in IMAX. Um, it really was. I I, I got to say, in the last like five years, it's probably one of one of the best movies that that I've seen. I actually wouldn't hesitate to go see it again uh, in IMAX. Probably. You know, I guess when it comes down towards the end of its run and, um, 
you know, like <laughs> you can actually get a seat that's not like in the in the front row. Um, that that would probably be probably the time uh, probably the time to see it. Um, anybody, anybody, any of our fans, have you guys seen seen the movie yet? Um, are you into it? No. Yo, my shit is fucking with me like crazy, man. Really? Yeah, it's not letting me. I'm gonna have to go on a lot. I'll make my way around it if I have to. Hold on a second. Let me try one more time. Are you gonna jump in on the phone? I'm gonna go on. People wanna fuck with me. It's not even letting me get on it. Uh... We didn't even get into NASA and the hidden portals. I'm gonna go on my fucking phone. If I got these motherfuckers, things I got me beat. They don't got me beat. Mm. Yo, what the fuck is the deal here? It's not even letting me. Oh, shit. All right, let me uh let me join up with my phone. All right. Let's see. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Cliffy says you didn't pay your parking tickets. <laughs> uh Ladies and gentlemen, um, I guess that would be another great time to go. Oh, here we go. There he is. Yeah, man. Fuck these people. They think they got me. They don't got me, yo. Cliffy says you didn't pay your parking tickets, cuz. Uh, I still got one ticket. <laughs> but um, I went to pay it, and the motherfuckers um I went to pay it, and the motherfucker said it's not in the it's not in the whatchamacallit. It's not in the system yet. Mm. Meanwhile, I got the shit last month. So I don't I don't know what's up, man. I'm uh see if you can get your computer back up while you're I'm doing cool that as we talk. As we talk, I'm trying uh, to get it up. For some reason my computer's not even loading. Uh, it might be time for a new computer. Yeah, it could be, bro. Could be. Um all right. I mean, dude, basically that was kind of all I had, like on the Oppenheimer thing. I mean, you know, I I, I just um it was fucking good, dude. Really? It was it was definitely a good movie. I definitely was bugging on it. Um, what the like fuck? the visual the visual effects, dude, were fucking unbelievable. Really, were absolutely unbelievable. I was let down though that they didn't show the dropping of the bomb. Well, dude, I mean, I didn't, you know, I I didn't think that they were going to show that. I mean, it's it's and dude, it, it, you know, it, it brought on a good subject. I mean, we basically dropped the a bomb on a defeated Japan. But, you know, the colonial control and the imperial Japan that they had, you know, surrendering wasn't part of, of their philosophy at all. The Japanese they, used to, they do, they used to, they used to do this thing called seppuku where they would, where they would stab. Like if, if, if they got defeated, they would, they would have one of their best friends and, and other soldiers stab them in the chest and they would rip they're like stomach apart. Here, let me let me let me pull it up. Sepicu. Uh, this is killing me right now, man. Uh Sepicu, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, is known as cutting the belly, also called harakiri. Uh, a native Japanese kun reading uh, is a form of Japanese ritualistic suicide by disembowelment. Uh, while harakiri refers to the act of disemboweling oneself, seppuku refers to the ritual and usually would involve decapitation after the act as a sign of mercy. Um, 
first recorded seppuku was performed by Minamoto no Yorimasa during the Battle of Yuji in 1180. Seppuku was used by warriors to avoid falling into enemy hands to attenuate shame and avoid possible torture. Samurai could also be ordered by their daimo or their feudal lords to carry out seppuku. Uh, later disgraced warriors were sometimes allowed to carry it out rather than to be executed. The most common form for men was supposed of cutting the abdomen when the samurai was finished. He stretched out his neck for an assistant to sever his spinal cord. It was the assistant's job to decapitate the samurai in one swing. Otherwise, it would bring great shame to the assistant and his family. Nah, you had to do it yourself. Yeah, isn't that that shit where they... Bro, they would they would stab you and, and, and rip it up. That's horrible. It's pretty bad. You know what else is I mean, horrible? The worst thing to like shoot internet. their own men if they were running back, if they retreated, would they just shoot them? Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of countries did that. Yeah, I feel like we did that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like we did that too. Hold on a second, man, because now I gotta plug in my phone. Give me one second. Fucking shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is some bullshit. This is some grade A bullshit. Uh, but I did actually want to, uh, bro, 12002, welcome back, dude. Gary looks evil when he's angry. I like happy Gary better. No Obamacare back then. Yeah, I do like happy Gary better. All right, so this is actually something uh, me and Gary were having a um, phone conversation with uh, each other. And we uh, were talking about Tucker Carlson. And I was actually going over the January 6th footage with a uh, very close, uh, you know, relative of mine. Um, gee, I was talking about the, uh, the January 6th footage with a, a very cr- close relative of mine. And I was showing them the Tucker footage. And what they were saying is that, like, a lot of stuff that Tucker had to say was good, but it felt, like, sensationalized. And that's when I brought up to Gary that, you know, I like what Tucker has to say, but I feel like he does that that mainstream media, you know, kind of tactics. Right. Um, and Gary was like, no, nah, dude, Gary says, you know, he, you know, he's the kind of journalist that you want, you know, you want, you want a guy like Tucker, you want him, you know, it, saying this. Yeah, you do. And I am, bro, I agree with you. I think you do want a guy like Tucker, but then I decided to look into Tucker a little bit. And then I found out some stuff about Tucker that, you know, maybe we didn't, we didn't all know. So Tucker was born in San Francisco, which is surprising for how fucking right wing he is, right? Um, but his. But wait a minute, was he always right wing? I think he, he wasn't. He wasn't. He used to be a registered Democrat. Yeah. Um. He was. Uh, um. So. So let's just go into into his uh into his life real quick. Uh. So uh, he was born in the Children's Hospital in San Francisco in 1969. His uh, dad was an uh, uh, his mom was an artist, and his dad was a Gonzo journalist uh, who became the director of Voice of America, which is something that we're going to get into, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, as well as the U.S. ambassador to the Seychelles, which is really where we hide mad money, uh, and blah 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 blah. So his grandparents, Richard Boynton and Dorothy Anderson, uh, teenagers, uh, they were uh, orphanages, blah, 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 blah. Um, And his wife, Carlson's maternal great-great-grandfather was Henry Miller, the cattle king of California, who was once one of the largest landowners in the U.S. 
and his maternal great-great-grandfather was Cesar Lombardi, who immigrated from New York from Switzerland in 1860 uh, and had some other things. But, you know, I really want to get – oh, uh, father married so – related to uh, uh, Fulbright, has connections to the Swanson family and the Campbell Soup Company. All right, but let's just go down to his dad, right? And this is what I want to talk to about Tucker's dad. So Tucker, Tucker's dad was the director for Voice of America – and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, right? So Voice of America, right, is a state-owned news network and international radio broadcaster of the U.S., right? And it's a U.S.-funded broadcasting association abroad, which is basically our journalistic news media abroad, which is an independent agency of the government which is run by the U.S. Information Agency, which is also, again, one of these four-letter agencies, right? Which it was allegedly dissolved in, in 1999. But I just want to read this mission statement, you know, and this is what Tucker's dad was kind of in, in charge of, right? The USIA's mission was to understand, inform, and influence foreign publics in promotion of the national interest and to broaden the dialogue between Americans and U.S. institutions and their counterpoints abroad. The USIA was established to streamline the U.S. government's overseas information programs and make them more effective. Basically meaning that Tucker's dad was in charge of disseminating U.S. information abroad to further move our dialogue of the American direction overseas. Is anybody following me on that or am I just talking out into the ether over here. I think you're talking into the ether. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> what are you doing here, bro? You coming? You coming back to me, or is this it on the on the episode? Nah, dude, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, this shit is telling me it's my computer. You know what I'm saying? It's telling me that I don't got that I have to update my fucking Chrome. So I'm trying to do that right now, man. I got to know computer. Uh, Says, we put the Japanese through hell since Commodore Ferry, Perry forced them to open up trade. We lost 3,000 Marines in one day at Iwo Jima. Cliffy, great point. I actually had, uh, I think it was King's Handle was telling me about this the other day. Japan was absolutely shut down to all foreign economy. And Perry went over there and was like, here, let me, let me, let me get the story. Yo, dude, um, what about that scene in the movie um, when, when, they were, when they were looking for... Um, when they were looking for uh, the places to drop it on. And that dude said, we took one place off the list because me and my wife like vacation. Yeah, we honeymoon in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Crazy, dude. He said, yeah, we honeymoon there. We got to take that off the list. Uh, That's all right. crazy shit. So we're going to go to Commodore, Commodore Perry, right? So Perry uh, reached Edo Bay in Japan on 1853. His actions at this crucial juncture were informed by careful study of Japan's uh, previous contact with the uh, Western uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he basically told them that we were coming, we were going to come and we were going to come back heavy. And we came back heavy and we started fucking trade. <laughs> uh, these guys are on the team who's buttering their bread. If we think they are going to save us, we're fucked. I'm talking about Tucker and the rest of them. You're not wrong. King Handles, can you? Can, there you can, go. Can, I'm back. 
can you come in with me, dude, on that on that on that Japanese story that we were talking about the other day, dude? Because Japanese Japan was dude blocked off to the outside world, wasn't doing any trade with anybody from anywhere, right? <coughs> and we deboed them. We basically just drove up to the ports and we we're like, hey, we're gonna be back in a year with fifty thousand fucking container ships, and we're gonna start trading with you motherfuckers. And they were like, like yeah, 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 okay. And then they like were talking. We're like, "Yo, were those were those white guys serious about that?" And they came back a year later, and uh, you know, Japan was open for business. Getting back to that movie though, what I found was crazy too is after they created the bomb, he kind of wanted to control how it would be used, and and he felt Copy. that they, they yeah he felt they didn't have to drop it, right? Because you know he thought saying? he thought Japan was already defeated. Yeah, he said they're defeated already. You know, we don't need to drop it on them. Them but just Japan, knowing we have it. Their attitude was, yeah, but we need to show it so that people see what we have and no one will fuck with us. And then he said, and we have to do it twice so that they know we can do it again. To let so that they know that we make these bombs. This is what we do. We you got them. We got them. And, and, and the, the argument he was making is, yeah, but they got physicists over there. So once they see that we got this bomb, they're naturally going to try to make a bigger bomb. Right. You know, and he's saying that's no good when you start fighting like that, because one of the problems they had, too, was they said it ignites the atmosphere. It could. Yeah. So what they're saying is they didn't know if when they blew that shit up, it would just ignite the atmosphere and just destroy the world. When he went to test it, he said, try not to blow up the world. Crazy. That was crazy, man. I walked out of that movie, dude. Like I was like. You went to the theater to see it, right? I did in Japantown. <laughs> it killed. It killed. <laughs> 10 out of 10, dude. <laughs> Bro, 12002 says these guys are the team, are on the team, aren't they? These I read guys this. I read this. I read this already. Yeah, I read this All right. Already. I'm talking about Tucker and the rest of them. Listen, Tucker came out and said he was wrong. Tucker came out and said about what about the way he, he goes, I can't believe I believed all those lies too. I used to just give the narrative. Yeah. He said, dude, I used to go my, out my, there and listen, give the narrative. Bro, listen, 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 bro. I, I think Tucker is doing some seriously, some good stuff, but when you watch his stuff, dude, it is designed just like the left wing pieces are. It's the yeah. same dude. It's right wing yeah. propaganda. And the fact that, that his dad is tied into the propaganda arm of the federal government, dude. Just discredits him completely. Oh, entirely. so the sins of the fathers, is that what you're saying? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I'll be dude, careful. No, 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 no. When we're saying sins of the father, I'm not necessarily condemning him for what his father did. Sounds like, but I have to contain. I have to take that into consideration when I'm making my assumption about whether or not what this dude is saying and what his angle and who is he financed by. Where is his money coming from? Where has it been coming from? How did he get his start? Well, where was he it, on where Fox? Did, he was on Fox. Where, where did the Where did the first? Uh, you want to? What's let's let's let's. I mean, he was on Fox, right? Like. That's no. where his money came from. He made a lot of money on he Fox. He began his now career in journalism Twitter. as a fact checker for the Policy Review, right? Yeah. Conservative journal, 
published by the Heritage Foundation, which is a, a think tank. Uh, uh, which think tanks? Which that's what we are. We're a think tank. <laughs> Dude, no, we're 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 a think pony. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think donkey. Um, Little Rock. <laughs> well, oh, he works for he worked in Arkansas. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Uh, Little Rock, where the Clintons are based out of. And before joining the Weekly Standard, uh, and then American Spectator, worked for George Bush. I mean, he's worked for a, a, a bunch of different places. Listen, I'm just saying, I uh, I feel like you get a little more truth. Worked for CNN? For that. You know, yeah. Yeah, CNN first, then went to Winter Fox, paid better. PBS? Yeah. And then he went to MSNBC. Listen, they all do. You know, and he openly admits that he followed, you know, the propaganda machine. He, he openly admits that he would put out what they told him to put out and that he regrets that. So what else can you do? You know, I'm saying, I'm not saying you a part I, of machine, I'm not saying, how are you out of the machine? Do you ever fully you, leave the machine? Blood in, blood out. Is that what you're saying? Once you're in, you never get out. I mean, you tell me, bro. What 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 do you know that people, isn't? What do you know that isn't blood in blood out, dog? I think some people uh, try to get out. Those are the ones who are dead now. <laughs> you know, listen, I don't know. Like I said, it's not like I you can't believe anything that's on television anyway, man. It's hard. You can't believe anything. You can't believe me. You know, not because I'm not trustworthy, just because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Having said all that, who do we trust? Me. Hey, hey, That's who. Hey, hey. Who do I trust? That's who. <laughs> Nobody, man. Don't worry. I have a couple of quaaludes. She'll be back. That's my uh, heart. Uh, I, I say, I say you some other stuff that I want that I that I want to um that I want Bro, that, I, that I want to get into. Um, I went. Before we go into that, could I just say real quick? I went to go see Volbeat yesterday. Oh yeah, Valuetainment offered offered Tucker three hundred million to join. Then Tucker is a dumb fuck. Why is he a dumb fuck? Because he didn't take the money. Maybe he has his reasons. Maybe uh, there were moral things behind it. You know. Oops. Who knows? Who knows why he didn't take it there, Cliffy? Three hundred million. So what? You could offer me three hundred million, and if it goes against my morals, I'm not taking it. Straight up. You know, straight up. You could offer me three hundred million, and if it goes against my morals or it goes against what it is I want to do, then I'm not going to take it. You know, money doesn't mean all that much to me. I like it. I want it. You know, I need it to survive. But you know, I already know it's not the it's not going to make me happy if I don't find peace in all situations. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, man, I, I don't, you know, I'd like to think I don't have a price, you know, especially at this age. If I was going to have a price, you had to cash me in my 20s. You know, at this age, it's just, you know, I'm too close to the end to, to start to. Real close. Start to give in now. Who really, knows, really, really close. In all honesty, I'm starting to feel like I'm middle-aged right now. That's what I'm feeling. Yes, that's right. I said it. I'm going to live to be 106. You heard it here first on Rated G. You know. I think that's possible. 
I don't think it's probable. <laughs> well, you won't know because I'm going to outlive you, motherfucker. So you're not going to know. You know? That may be true. Uh, why be a slave when you can be a servant, bro says? Hmm. The question becomes, bro, what's the difference? You know? What is the difference between a slave and a servant? I guess a servant can quit. Would, would that be the difference? Paid? Paid. I mean, they all kind of get paid. They just get paid less in a sense because I'm sure they still have to feed them, house them. You know, everybody gets a little somewhat of pay, no? Valuetainment is the future of alternative news. Valuetainment. What's that? Is that us? No, Valuetainment is uh, PBD's uh, network that uh, he's on. Yeah. Yeah, that he, uh, I think he owns it, actually. And it's funny, dude. I actually almost had a job opportunity with them like four or five years ago, but I, I didn't realize they were doing like the political stuff. It wasn't really, they weren't doing that much then. Well, even back then, you probably wouldn't have took it because they're doing the political stuff. Back then, oh, I don't know. You're always a little political. You worked in the government. Yeah, it's 16. Yep. You get to live your life and not theirs. Um... Yeah, I get it. I, I don't, I probably agree to that to an extent. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, nothing is really ever that simple. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I went to go see Volbeat yesterday, dude. I went with Buddha and his pops. Uh, it was Volbeat, and I forgot the name of the other band, something Hailstorm. You ever heard of that band, Hailstorm? Are you there? Did I lose you? I never heard of him. Hellstorm, yeah, no. neither, neither did I. It's a chick singer. Her brother's the drummer. I mean, they were tight. It was a tight band. Too much screaming. The chick's yeah. just like, ah, just screaming all the fucking time. And she played for an hour. I'm like, an hour? This chick screaming. Oh, my Lord. My head was fucking killing me. And then what really... Dude. Gee. Come on, guy. Ah... PD, PBD is part over the Yankees. His money don't stop, and he got really great content. I agree. Right now. I know. We're back. Okay. Shit's fucking with me, man. But the, I got to get a new computer, I guess. I guess that's what I'm going to have to take that money that I got on my Best Buy card and just, you know, grab yeah. me a new computer. PBD is part over the Yankees, man. His money don't stop, and he got really great content. Yeah, man. And I think he... Um... I like PBD. I do too, bro. When he talks, he talks very practical. He's a little. Yeah, he's political. not. He's not like. He's, he's not extremely smart. Like he doesn't sound like smarter than anybody. A lot of times he's learning. Yes, you yes, know? yes, he's, yes. He's, he's very and, smart in the sense of I don't want to fuck with him when it comes. I feel like he knows money and shit he's like down that. Down to earth in, yeah. in the manner in which he speaks, dude. He talks like a person. He talks yeah. like a person. That, that's what it is. He talks yeah. like a person. But but, you know? but I feel like, yeah, what I like about him is he's kind of like us. He knows shit, but he doesn't know shit. Right. Like even when he was talking to Anthony Weiner and he was bringing up all the names. Bro, the he, he goes crazy, dog. He's big yeah. time and he talks about the shit, dog. Yeah. He's, he talks that shit. Yeah. And he was going at him about the Clintons and shit. And he was naming off all the names, you know, and they were like, he's like, oh, how are you going to throw these names and this and that? And then he brought up the guy who died in the plane crash. He's like, let's talk about him. And I was mad because he didn't realize that the reason why that dude in the plane crash is on that list is because they found him with a hole in the top of his head that was consistent with a gunshot wound. Mm -hmm. So 
that's why it's not cut and dry that he absolutely died in the plane crash. Because yeah. after they recovered the body, he had a hole in the top of his head that was consistent with a gunshot wound. So, you know, he like I was mad that he didn't jump on that. But it also shows you that this dude is like the way we do. He flies without a net. He's just, you know, he's down to earth. You two guys could be big like him. Gary is good money and always been a hard worker. Brian, you're very smart. Great combo. Brian is... Brian... Gary froze. Gary fucking froze. I am smart and I have a good internet connection. Gary. Fuck you. This shit is fucking with me and I don't know why because my shit got all the bars. I'm very upset right now with my service. As a matter of fact, I think I'm about to call them up and scream on them. I'm sure that'll help. No, but it'll give me some sort of like, you know. Satisfaction? Satisfaction, yeah. Just to yeah. scream on someone who has absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, that poor person on the other line of that phone is going to be like, like, this dude's a fucking asshole. What an idiot. I have nothing to do with that. Oh. I'm still going to do it. Um, dude, how about the new stuff going on with our friend Jamie Foxx? Have you seen the recent rumblings of what's going on? And what do you make of it? So um, for, for those of our fans who, do, who don't know, Jamie Foxx posted this on Instagram. It said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, fake love. Yeah. Now, is that anti-Semitic? Everybody was saying it was anti-Semitic. He came out and said he was talking specifically about a person, you know, that uh, that let him down. That's what he claims. I think it's probably that, you know. I think it's probably that. Big up to everybody giving me advice on how to get my computer running right now. I'm getting text messages on what to do, you know, uh, and to Cliffy too. I'm, I mean, I can't do all that shit right now, so I'll figure it out, man. But, it, you know, normally this shit's been uh, my workhorse, man. You know, I've had it for a long time, though. This computer's over 10 years old for sure. You know, I got it back when they were doing the, the notebooks, mm -hmm. right? That's what it is, the notebook. I think it cost me $1,000 on sale. You know, but that was like 10 years ago. Hmm. I think I should just get a new computer. I don't know. I'm going to need one eventually, you know, but I'll try the OS update and all that other shit first. Cause yeah, I'd like to save my money. I don't have much of it, but I say something, man. Here's the thing about going to concerts now, which really aggravated me. Right. First of all, we had the, we had this up front was where you could stand. We had the seats with the, with chairs because I'm old now, you know, so the chairs, right? I had four of the biggest head motherfuckers in front of me. Huge, big square heads. Four of them. A dude, big dude with a big chick, big dude with a big chick, right? You got your money's worth, bro. Just let go. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I feel the same way, bro. Because it was a free ticket, right? It was a free ticket? I did get a free ticket from Brian. Okay, okay. Okay. Brian Steadman, he gave me his ticket. Um, um, he gave his ticket. But so dude, I just want to point out that everything Gary says from this is his complaint about a free event. About a free event. Did you drive? Did you drive there? No, no, no. Uh, did you pay for parking? Who would have picked me up? None of us paid for parking. Brian gave us his card. So parking we didn't have to pay for. And I bought everybody around right when we got there. Ah, a round of? Uh, I had a Tito's and Sprite. His pops had a Tito's and Sprite, and he had a beer. 
their beer cans were like this fucking big, dog. I was like, oh my god, I ain't never seen a beer can that big. Um, but what kills me is, all right, so I had these four huge motherfuckers in front of me and tall. They were all like, the dudes were all six foot. The chicks were like right under them. I'm five foot four. We're in stadium seating, but I can't even see past their necks. So now I'm going like this, trying to squeeze to see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that, bro. Right? Because I'm close to death anyway. If I die and I owe you, I win. And then my son and my daughter get the computer. So, right? So I'm trying to dip to kind of see. And you know what? The minute the band comes on, everyone just pulls out their phones. Everyone just pulls out their phones. So now the little cracks that I had to look through, I'm looking at the show through their phones. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I mean, everybody had their phones out recording. And I'm like, is anybody here watching the fucking show? You know? Hey, young millennial, Brian, me and Gary are not old. We are Gen X and going to outlive everyone. That's right. Gen X, baby. We don't hey, die. Hey, we multiply. Hey, hey. You know? But I just couldn't believe how many people were looking into their phones and not watching the show. Dude, one thing that um, I've been trying to be super conscious about, me and my girl have been talking about, dude, a lot less TV in the house, listen to a lot more music, a lot more conversation. It's sick, dude. It's really, It really is an addiction and a, and a sickness, bro. These people. <laughs> bro says, I guess you came up short, guy. Short jokes are easy. I love you too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, come at me, man. If you don't agree with what I'm saying, I have no problem. My feelings don't get hurt. Come at me, man. If you think I'm saying some dickish shit, feel free to say, gee, you're a dick. You're saying some dickish shit. You know what I'm saying? I need to be put in my place sometimes, too. But I just couldn't believe no one was watching, dude. Everyone was in their phones. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You paid 80 bucks? (laughs) Brian, you're a dick. Brian T. Licata's a dick. How about that? Um, you know, that like that had me annoyed. And then Volby comes on. And what do these big, tall motherfuckers do in front of me? They stand. Did Buddha put you on his shoulders? No, Buddha can't put me on his shoulders, man. Of you course know, he, he could. No, he got no knees, dog. He, he doesn't have a no neck knees. either. Yeah. Yeah, I'd just be wrapped around <laughs> his head. I was just wrapped around his head. My dick would be pushing against the back of his head. <laughs> I was just, it just had me frustrated, man. You know? And then they did the thing where you know everyone lights up their phones. I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, but but King Hander says Brian still gotta work on that fentanyl outside the house. Brian's been out there licking cement. <laughs> <laughs> He's been out there licking rocks. <laughs> dude, I actually when um I uh yesterday, dude, I uh so you know I have that I have that film camera, right? That 35 millimeter camera. <laughs> I uh I went down into the tenderloin, which is kind of like Kensington. It's like the, the drug neighborhood here, and I took a bunch of 35 millimeter stills of the shit that was going on down there. I'm gonna try, oh, really? I'm gonna try to post them. Yeah, dude. I want it to be like a Kind of like a like a grunge art sort of thing. Dude, you're gonna get yourself killed out there. Well, that was the thing. I had I have a, I had I had a long zoom lens, and I was taking oh. some pictures, and then some dudes started catching on to what I was doing, and then I had yeah. a fucking bounce. And you're I gonna ran. get killed out there. Come home. 
Come back home, man. All right? It's dangerous. You're going to love there. when those pictures come out, though, dude. They're going to be fucking hard as fuck. Very it's gritty. dangerous out there, dude. I'm going to print them out. I'm going to print them out on big Why? poster boards, and I'm just going to I'm gonna stick them in front of City Hall. And that will do nothing. They were talking about it on Joe Rogan the other day. I, I sent you the clip of that, where they're like, it's beyond repair. Like, there's no way they can go back and repair that place. Did they, I they, mean, they come can't. They, they can't, dude. Come home, dude. I don't think you're safe out there. I worry about you. It's hard to sleep. This goes the worst. San Francisco is like a failed state. San Francisco <laughs> well That place is wild. Yeah. People are just shitting the, in the, the streets. The crime is next level in San Francisco. It is next stupid. Level. Next level. It is stupid. People are parking their cars and leaving their windows rolled down and, and the their, trunks their open. hatches open. Yeah. Because they don't want to get smashed. Man. It doesn't matter what time of day. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter who's around. It doesn't matter who's around. No one's stopping anybody from doing anything. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Dude, calm. Becoming home. a ghost. Yeah, I know this street. Pumping the brakes. This is on. Fisherman's Wharf. I don't know what they do. It's Taylor Street. It's the end of my block. What do they do? They don't have the resources to fix it now. Because they fucked it up so bad for so long, and they don't have to. They would have to admit that all of their policies sucked. And nobody's gonna do. Nobody's that. gonna do. King Hansel says, "Now nah, you can repair SF. The optics won't be pretty, though." Yeah, dude, you'd have to do it the same way they did to New York City, bro, in oh, the nineties. Yeah, 90s. yeah arrest Giuliani, everybody. Lock everybody up. Fuck around, you lay around. Yeah, you gotta go in there with that whole attitude. Fuck around, you lay around, son. You you do any crime, we putting you in jail. Yep. That's it. I mean, that's where you start, putting the criminals in jail again. Right. Hmm. Let's, why don't we start there? Mm -hmm. You know? No, you know what they want to do? They actually, they, they want them to take your spare bedroom. That's what they, that's what they want to do in San Francisco with the criminals. Yeah. They, they want them to move in with you. They, yeah, exactly. Imagine that. You let someone in your house and it winds up, that's the dude who fucking broke into your car. <laughs> It's fucking insane, dog. Come home. All right. Get Here, out dude, of I want to. I want to. I want to read you uh, this this article. Uh, Louis Stafford offered to help an employee who fell in hard times, but no one could imagine it would end in a fatal shooting. Stafford is remembered for his big smile and even his bigger heart. Um, so uh, this kid was the manager of a Taco Bell on Twenty Three Mile in Chesterfield Township, I think, is uh, Michigan. Lewis's big heart was apparent when he noticed one of his employees was coming to work with wet clothes. Dejan Drake, his employee, admitted to being homeless. And Lewis offered to let him stay with him in his apartment less than a mile down the road from the Taco Bell. Oh, he had a, a good nice sense guy. of humor. He was a big brother. He was a younger brother, his mother said. But a short time after the employee started staying with Lewis, his behavior became combative towards his workers and towards Lewis. Lewis told Dejan Drake he could no longer stay with him as an apartment. That's, apartment. When the, that's when that the fight point. broke out. And the dude shot and killed him. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. But dude, you got a 23-year-old kid running and in Detroit. So you got to imagine that this kid probably didn't have a great upbringing. The kid was the manager. Getting his shit together, working at a, sh a shitty fast food job, running the place. Offers to give the kid a place to stay. And the kid fucking kills him. Yep. Yep. Cliffy says, come on, Brian. The West Coast is fucked. What's Manhattan like? What's New York like? Is New York is New York better? Well, I'm not telling you to go to New York. Oh, know, New York, it's got to be better. I mean, but if I come, much, if I come back to the much. East Coast, bro, I'm going to New York. I'm not coming to Atlantic City or Philly. Oh, uh, I wouldn't come to Atlantic City. Yeah, I'm going to New York, bro. Somewhere. Mm. 
New where, York. Where, 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 where would I go? Where would you want me to go? No, I don't Jersey? know. Jersey? No, man. I'm, I mean, New York is the place to go, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Where else are you going to go? Yeah, where else are you going to go? You know, can't go to Philly. Philly's fucked, too. No. <laughs> this, is, this is the joke I have about San Francisco. Philadelphia is cleaner. And I've never said those three words in that order together in my entire life. Crazy, man. Yeah, go to Queens. That's where I'm going to try to go, man. King Ham says, Brian, bring us some souvenirs. Use needles. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's another thing you got to worry about. Your dog stepping on a needle. Ugh. I, I see know, bags dude. of drugs laying on the ground all the time, dude. And not to mention the shit. Yeah, you see human shit. Well, you stepped probably in human shit. That was probably it was it probably wasn't even your dog shit. It was probably human feces you stepped in. Probably. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Uh -huh. Well, he'd fit right in. You know. Chelsea. I want to go to Chelsea. Fucking quiche. Chelsea. <laughs> I would go back to Astoria or somewhere close to it. That's where I want to go. But the prices out there are ridiculous, man. They're fucking ridiculous. I'm paying $1,200 right now for a two-bedroom. $1,200 won't even get... $1,200 might get you a fucking studio. You know? Yeah, stay out of Philly. Uh, yeah. It relapse, bro. I mean, dude, it is nuts. <laughs> the shit that I see out here, bro. I got to start taking pictures of all of it on my phone. You got to start just go shopping. That's what you need to start doing, man. If you're out there, take advantage, man. Go shopping, man. Just go. What do you need today? What mugging. Do you, what do you, I'm going to go mugging. Nah, you ain't even got to mug. Dude. Mugging. Just go, just go into the store. Mugging. And start, and start grabbing. I shit. can't, dude. They're all closed. <laughs> but you can't be going into like those Middle Eastern stores. Well, Them motherfuckers shot. ain't having it, man. They ain't having it. Uh, did I say that video with it where that kid went into the store trying to rob shit in San Francisco and then that Middle Eastern dude just started beating him with a stick? He just started beating the shit out of him with a stick. Him and his boy, he was just caning him. Bop, 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 bop. It looked brutal, but the whole time he was just hitting his legs and shit. You know, I guarantee that motherfucker didn't walk for a while, but that's what they need to start doing. At a 7-Eleven? Yeah, I think it was a 7-Eleven. You know, and the dude just started fucking them up. They ain't having it. They're like, nah, dude. If the cops ain't gonna come, then we're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna do it ourselves. <sighs> they were from India. Yeah, there you go. Any of those spots, man. I'm terrible with knowing anything. Yeah, here it is. Look, he came oh, in with a garbage can. California, right? Look, look he just taking cigarettes. Hey, hey, this dude's definitely homeless, too. Look at him, bro. Yeah, 100% homeless. Back up. Back up. Back up. Put a gun on this. Put a gun on this. Put a gun on this. Look at this, man. Insanity. But it's nothing you can do. It was a time nothing. you could call the cops. Claim you have insurance. You got insurance? Do you have insurance? Does he have a sense? No, this is, it, it hurts you. Dude, the fact of how calm they're talking. Yeah, well, this yeah, is going like, on. Yeah, they're like, dude, come on. So you do that, dude. But wait a minute. Oh, he's behind the counter. Yeah. And then you can do it, man, until the police come in. 
Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't, hey. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Nah. Yeah, there you go. That's what you do. This is what you do, people. Look at that. This is what you do. There you go. Keep going. Give him another one. Again. Again. Give him again. 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 Get him again. Turn to the side so you don't hit your man. Get to the side so you don't hit your man. There you go. Get him. Get him. This is fucking rough. Get him. This is where you get taken off of YouTube. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Get him again. Ah. Yeah. That was on the shin. Ooh. That was right under the right under the knee. Yeah. Get him again. Keep going. Keep going. Still making noises. Beat him till he doesn't make any noises anymore. There you go. There you go. Get that ass. Get that ass. There you go. There you go. Keep going. Keep going. He's still moving. Keep going. You done? Are you done? Get him again. Get him again. Go. Go. Oh, look how nice that guy is. He stopped him because I still would have been. Go. There you go. Get to the side. Let him go. Let him go. And bro, these are Sikhs, dude. Yeah, these are Sikhs. Sikhs are the most peaceful people. Peaceful people on the fucking planet. Yeah. Yeah. There was a Sikh gas station that. Uh, was right by my house growing up, dude. And we called the guy Singy because his last name one was Sing. But every time you went up, dude, the guy had the most beautiful voice and he would just sing these songs, just like these melodic fucking songs. Yeah. You get dude. it busy. Like those kind of songs? I'm just asking. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, man, that's that's how you handle it right there. That's how you handle it, right? Yeah, bro. There. I always, I always, like, I always, I always told people, bro. If this was like, this was Philly, bro. Philly, Philly shop owners would not be letting this shit fucking go down in their stores, dude. Dude, I, I'm, I'm all for you know they're allowed. You know, Seven Eleven, get a gun, blow his chest out. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah, take you a don't, cigarette. You don't, you take don't really a cigarette. want that though, because it's like someone's gonna get docked. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, of course, the owner will go to jail. Yeah. You know, well, I'm sure they got some assholes in there, too. But most of them that I do know are beautiful people. Yeah. You know, I never met one that I didn't get along with. But I'm sure, look, everybody got assholes. You know what I'm saying? Most people are generally good, I would like to think. Sinful, but good. You know. But, um, yeah, that's how you handle it. I would have kept hitting them. Until the cops came. Mm-hmm. Until the cops came, that dude probably would have never used his legs again. <laughs> you know, straight up. And once I had him on his stomach like that, I would have just been smacking his ass with that stick till the cops came. He wouldn't have sat. He would have had to lay like that, you know, when he went to the precinct. He'd have to lay on the floor on his face because his whole backside would have been lit up. Mm-hmm. Totally for that, man. Big up to those people right there, 7 Eleven, man. Torching them. You know what I'm saying? The fucking nerve. Dude, behind the counter, just snatching all the cigarettes. I mean, he was homeless, dude. Yeah, like but he wasn't stealing. He, he didn't go in there and snatch a meal and right. one pack of cigarettes so he could smoke a pack of cigarettes. You know, he's homeless. I need a pack of cigarettes. He's jonesing. Get the cigarettes, maybe some blunt wraps and, and, and a meal, and then leave. No, this motherfucker was taking every cigarette they had in the place. Mm-hmm. Every single pack of cigarettes, whether people, you know, he's, he was taking cools. <laughs> you know oh, he started with American spirits. 
Yeah, who the fuck? What are you going to do with those? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do with those? You're going to go to some white neighborhood and start selling them? No one's going to buy those off you in the hood, spirits. Yeah. Fuck out of here with those shits. Mm -hmm. Shits make me sick. I know it's supposed to be, you know, they're, oh, they're cleaner. They're disgusting. It's, it's fucking smoke, people. Try, stop trying to make cigarettes healthy. They're not gonna, ever going to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? And we still got Newports out here. Can't get them in San Francisco. Even though I have smoked, I have smoked 10, 16, 17. I smoked 17 cigarettes in the last, this is going on day four. So in four days, I smoked less than a pack. Nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Uh, I bet you that guy is going to file a lawsuit. Um, yeah, they even smell cheap, true. Yeah, he probably will. He'll probably file a lawsuit, dude. And you want to know what's sad? California, he'll probably win. He'll probably win, yo. He can't walk again. All mm -hmm. right, not my problem. Not my problem, man. When we were coming up, dude, that shit would be cut and dry. Cut and dry. He could have popped that dude, and he would have been in his right. Stockton police are investigating 7-Eleven workers in viral beatdown. Oh, my God. You called it. You called Stockton it. Stockton police said they're investigating the assault of a 7-Eleven robbery suspect by two workers. And, and hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That comment alone, the assault on a what? On a 7-Eleven robbery suspect. Can you really assault a person who's robbing you? How is that an assault? That's self-defense, yo. Well, technically not self-defense because the guy didn't touch them. I don't give a shit. You're allowed to, you're allowed to defend your property, dude. That's their shit he's stealing from. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called stealing. I don't disagree with you, dude. The video right, of the July 29th assault has gained national attention. In the more than five-minute clip, a man can be seen emptying the shelves uh, before the clerks step in to stop him. The clip shows one of the clerks pinning the man down while another beats the would-be thief. What do you mean, would-be thief? No, beats the thief. Yes. It appears to be a pole. Oh, so, you're, so you're only a thief if you actually get away with it. Right. The manager of the store said questions about the incident would need to be directed to corporate spokesman. 7-Eleven has not responded. Um... Yeah, 7-Eleven ain't going to take their back. Stockton police said in an update Saturday they were unaware of two other reports of early morning robberies at 7-Eleven locations involving the same suspected thief. Uh -huh. <laughs> one on July 28th and one on the 29th. Okay. Police said on the 28th at 3.41 a.m., a 7-Eleven worker reported the suspect going behind the counter and threatening to shoot the clerk if he intervened. The suspect then took several packs of cigarettes and a large garbage bag before fleeing. So he did the same thing. He's just going around all the 7-Eleven. This is third time. Third time yeah. doing it. Uh... <laughs> On July 29th at 12.27 a.m., a 7-Eleven worker reported the suspect demanding money at the store while simulating that he had a handgun. When the worker didn't comply, the suspect grabbed food items and put them in a garbage bag before leaving. At some point later in the morning, the man believed to have returned to the store, and that's when the beating thing happened. Oh, so he came and robbed them and then came back. And came back. Stockton police said they were unaware he thought that was the, the time he thought that, the attempted that they were his refrigerator. That's what he thought. He thought that was their, like, you know... Stockton police said they were unaware at the time of that attempted robbery and assault. But around 3.45, police joined members of the fire department assisting a man who was requesting medical aid because of the pain in his leg and shoulder. The man, who police now believe is a suspected 7-Eleven robber, said he did not know if he was assaulted. Stockton police said the witnesses of the, the 29th robbery and assault has now linked all the investigations. 
They said after their investigation concludes, they will forward findings to the San Joaquin district attorney. All right, but it doesn't actually say they're looking to press charges on him. It's more like they're investigating that dude in three different crimes. No, dude, they're investigating the 7-Eleven workers. <laughs> and the guy. Yeah, they're investigating the whole thing. I have, I have no problem with them beating the shit out of that dude. The police are not going to respond. Hold on. Don't, don't jump ahead. Police are not going to respond either because nothing is going to happen. Of course, they're not going to respond. They're going to let that dude do what he's got to do and leave. Michelle says the story, of course, more than Manhattan now and is filled with millennial snobs who can't afford Manhattan. The story is overcrowded. We left 10 years ago when our two bed, bed, bed one bath went up to 2,000. Now it's 3,000. Um, Michelle, I'm not going to front. You're 100% right, but the story is still the shit, man. The story is the shit. I'm sorry, man, but that's the problem. I, I was there, I was paying 800 for a one bedroom with a backyard, then I lost that and I went looking and it was 1900 for a fucking studio. I said 1900 for a studio. You're fucking insane, man. You're insane. Cliffy says 7-Eleven is going to pull their franchise license, I guarantee it. They're not gonna take us back. We'll see. I mean, do you remember that bodega guy in New York? Remember him when he was in jail for that long? For he was in Rikers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Insanity. He got out. And, yeah. And then he left. He got mm -hmm. out and got out. He left. He went back Hell to Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah. Smart man. Mm -hmm. You know, even that, like I said, it's getting to a point you can't defend yourself. Even that dude that was working at security in the, in the parking lot gets shot, takes the gun from the dude who shot him, shoots the guy, and then he's being charged with, with, with attempted murder with a deadly weapon. You mean the weapon that he took from the guy that was tried that shot him? Not trying, shot him. People, listen, man. It's absurd, dude. It really it's is obvious, absurd. It's obvious that the people that um have been voted in and a lot that haven't been voted in don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Why anybody is blatantly just going along with anything they say is insane. We're coming to a point that um I think they're trying to create absolute chaos. They're trying, they're trying to push for some sort of a war. That's what I think they're doing. My opinion. This isn't misinformation or facts. This is just my opinion of what I'm seeing. Rosie O'Donnell said the other day, we were talking about this. She was on a on a, a podcast with Monique. I think it was her podcast where she said she doesn't think uh Oh, no, no, no. This is her on another podcast. The one with Monique was different. That's the one where they were saying that they think people are cloned. <laughs> but they were, she was on another podcast where she said she doesn't think um, that we're going to make it to, to the elections. Dude. But but the, the, the dudes on the podcast, it was that dude uh, that always wears the black hat, the black Fisher hat. What's his name? Tool? Something like that. Tool. I forgot what his name is, man. He he has that podcast where he always wears that black Fisher knit cap all the time. It's got like a little beard and shit. The fuck? Oh, Tim Pool. Tim Pool. There you go. I I said T and Ool Tool. <laughs> he kind of looks like a tool, but I do watch him. I like him. Um, but he had her on, and and he made the point that even when the revolution went on, they still had elections. What do you mean? Even though even during the re even during the revolution, there were still elections. Like our revolution. Yeah, yeah. That right. we still had elections. You know, 
that elections have always gone on, even when there was big, huge shit going on, including the revolution. They still had elections. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you go by that, then the elections will go on. But I do think something's going to I personally think something's going to pop off before then. Dude, you know? I'm sadly. I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm 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 worried about that. I'm, I'm worried about that. And that was actually one of the things I had mentioned to, you know, my 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 fiance is that I and think just to make one thing clear, me and Brian will not be the ones popping anything off. <laughs> All right. I'm not, you know, I'm not calling anyone to arms. I'm just saying that I think personally the left is desperate and I don't trust either of them. You know, I think both sides want us to go to war with each other. You know, it already is a war fellas, class, political gender and race wars. Um, nah, son, those are all things that they're using to get us to go to war. Make no mistakes about it. Those are, those are definitely, um, you know, things that are causing it. But, you know, as far as like the race wars, there's no, what race war? It's a lie. But they're telling mm-hmm. us that people, I, listen, I live in Atlantic City. There's white, black people all over here. There's no race war going on out here. New York City, there's no race war going on in New York City. They want us to believe that your average person is thinking that way, but your average person is not. You understand the people pushing the agenda of race wars is the left. And it sounds like I'm for the right, but I don't believe them either. But I'm just saying those are the ones pushing for that. They're constantly bringing race into everything, into Mm -hmm. everything. Everything's about fucking race when it's not. King Handel says nothing will happen. The goal is to create fear. That is definitely the goal. Yeah, but how can you say that that nothing will happen? I mean, look at our history. Has nothing happened in the U.S. before? Yeah, Has nothing exactly. happened in every other country before. Do governments not change? Do they not topple? Do they not create new? Ooh, you're like going hard on, you're dude, going something hard on one will of the happen. It's just a matter of time, dude. But that's what I keep trying to tell everybody. Like, you just need to wake yeah. up. You need yeah. to understand that, like, the United States government and our democracy as it sits will come to an end. It's just a matter of are we going to be here or not, as in me and you. Something's right? definitely going to happen because although – and I think you would agree, King Handles, we're not popping anything off. We're not going to be the ones to pop shit off. But there's a lot of people with guns that are on that miracle shit. And and I think they're going to do something crazy. Like, I don't know, maybe put, actually put Trump in jail. Like, actually put him in. You know, like 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 one of them, I think, will actually put him in jail or something like that. And now he'll be doing collect calls to run his shit. But I think they're going to try to make some move like that or maybe kill them or, you know, something. They're going to they're going to they're going to push it too far and and they're going to do it purposely. I don't think it's going to be. And that's all it takes, dude, is some some igniting event. You know, one thing that happens to that changes everything, it changes that's everything. Because dude, that's September, what's been September, happening. September, September 11th at eight Changed o'clock in the morning. Everything was fucking cool. The government yeah, wasn't fucking tap, wasn't tapping our phones. They didn't, nope. they didn't have all of our internets hooked up to each other and shit. No. And then that happened and everything changed. And then COVID happened and everything changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those are big events. And I tried, listen, I'm the first one to say I kept moving my life forward like it was nothing, you know, during COVID. I just kept doing my thing. Didn't give a fuck about the mask. I put it on if I had to go into some place that they'd make a bitch. But I didn't give a fuck. I just kept doing my thing. But. I can't deny that everything has changed since then. Hold on, we got to go back. 
Uh, bro says, I think we're too comfortable and won't do shit. We, we, we are too comfortable and won't do shit. There's a lot of motherfuckers because, like, we're also not the people going out there and getting, you know, protesting and joining the crews. But those people, I think, will do something eventually, you know, on either side. They're going to get tired. You know, the left is very violent already. You know, you go to these things where they where they face off against each other and the left is always yelling in their faces and being very physical. And I feel like the other side eventually one day is going to have enough and they're going to be like, listen, you little blue eye, blue haired, lipstick wearing, fucking green fingernails, fucking don't know if you're a male or female little twat. I'm tired of you yelling in my face and that's it. It's going to take one dude punching one in the face. You already know they're all going to jump on that one dude. And then all those people are going to jump in and then they're going to put that shit on the screen and everywhere. It's just going to be like, yeah, fuck it. It's on now. That's just what I think. Once again, I don't want to, I'm not saying this is going to happen. You know, my thoughts and uh, opinions are not necessarily those of Brian's, but they probably are. But you know, no, they're I'm not just saying <laughs> they're not anywhere close. <laughs> they are taking our guns and removing religion and nothing is changing. Um, they're trying to take the guns and they're trying not to happening. take the religion, but they're not going to give up their guns. They killed Kennedy. What changed? Uh, a lot actually changed when they killed Kennedy. <laughs> a lot. Uh, really, you know, um, kind of after World War One is when everything really changed, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, they're patient people, you know? And everything has to come to a bubbling point at some certain time. At some certain time, some, everything's got to come to to an end in a sense, man. You know? And right now, shit is looking... Uh, King, King Hansel says, we, we've had a peaceful transfers of powers post-election for how many generations? We still have the most powerful military on the planet. The unstable nations lost the aforementioned. Dude, I agree with, with all we, of that. And, and, and one of the big... Um, advantages the u.s has is our 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 geography and the topography right like somebody let's either has to invade no, no hold on yeah no, I, i'm this, saying this, let's this, stay on this comment. yeah this yeah this is on the comment yeah so the difference between the u.s versus the other let's call them first world nations of europe right you can march from fucking germany all the way across europe in like not that long you know wouldn't take long at all where it would take you over a week to sail across the Atlantic to even get to the shores of the U.S. And then once you get to the shores of the U.S., you have to worry about the best military in the world plus a, a citizen population that is more armed than probably most militaries in the world, most third world militaries at least. Like I bet our citizens have more armament than most other countries, period. I think there are more guns in the U.S. than there are like in the rest of the world fucking combined. There's some some crazy. I, shit I wouldn't like that. believe that, but I will say yeah. this: you mentioned it. King Handles mentioned it, the most powerful military. Here's the question: Do you think it's going to stay that way? They have the lowest. They're not getting people to join right now, and the reason why they're not getting people to join is because real testosterone, fucking masculine men don't want to join that shit. Because now they're getting into a thing where they're saying you can't say sir, you can't say ma'am. You know, they're, 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 they're putting fucking, you know, non-binary motherfuckers in control of shit. They're not having that. Dudes who are out there that are made to be warriors and made to be killers. Let's keep it real. That's the military. There's one purpose of the military. 
is to kill anybody who fucks with you. Anybody who fucks with our country, we go out there and we kill them. Okay, we don't arrest them. We don't bring them back and put them in cells. We kill them. And now they got all that woke shit going into the military. So they're not able to recruit. The recruitment is the lowest it's ever been. So as far as being the most powerful military, at the moment, I would say we still are. But is that going to stay that way? And listen, a, 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 a country at war with itself, at that point, it doesn't even matter how good your military is. You're fucking at war with yourself. Bro says that's what happened on the 6th and they put them in jail. But here's the thing, bro. Real quick, don't move on from that. Move on from that. That's not what happened on January 6th. That's what they reported happened on January 6th. That was not an insurrection. Nobody went in there to take over the government. Nobody at no time try to in install a new government. And if it was that easy, that all you got to do, is that what it is? is? Is it like tag? Once you get in, you're safe? No. If they were really trying to take over the government, that military would have showed up, get out of the fucking building, or you will all be dead out the building. They had no weapons. So you're saying that you can, you can do an insurrection with no weapons? Just based on a couple of sticks and up. Come on, man. No, but I'm saying you're saying that that's what happened on the 6th, as if the people actually went there to start violence. They didn't. They were protesting. And then there were a couple of FBI people and agents in there who riled everybody up, broke windows, told them to go in there. They went in there. But even when they went in there, they wasn't breaking shit. They wasn't destroying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple of people were like, Nancy, but... That was dick shit. You know what I'm saying? In reality, nobody went in there to start shit. Yes, no doubt. And they know that this country is still the best game in town. I would die for this country on the principles for which it was founded. I still think that this is the greatest country in the world. It allows me to say what sucks out there. To an we couldn't, extent. We, we couldn't do the show in Canada, dog. I can tell you that, bro. We would not yeah, be allowed it. to do the show in Canada. And we, we, couldn't, do this, do we couldn't do the show anywhere else but here. And the truth is, we couldn't do the show. We can only do the show until we, until we get enough followers. Correct. Then when they realize people are listening, then can you really say what you want to say? But, I mean, it still gives you the illusion that we're free to say what we want to say. Uh, bro says, I never called it that. Yes, I didn't say you called it that, bro, just to make that clear. I'm just saying that that wasn't what was going on there at all. I don't, I don't consider that when I say shit's going to pop off. I, I would say that that was just another little little riot or whatever man uh king handle says that gary that's me my counter is the military has been moving towards being a smaller professional military they also kick people out of the military just short of retirement yeah I ju i'm just saying like right now i would agree with you and brian that it is the most powerful military but then i would also say we're spread very thin we're, we're spread very thin we're, we're all over the fucking place and and it, it the recruitment isn't the same the people you're getting in there isn't the same people. I'm not worried they're about. People, I'm not worried. I'm not worried people about people that are sensitive are about their pronouns. No, I'm not. See, bro, what we shouldn't be worried about is we shouldn't be worried about any sort of foreign invasion or anything like that. I mean, we can worry about you know losing economically to China, which we are, and I don't think there's any way that we're going to be able to catch up to them now because they're way, they're, they're, they've surpassed us technologically, and they're going to continue to to to, to pass us. 
But the thing that I'm worried about is internal struggle and in, in some sort of internal rebellion or something like that, man. Because if this continues to keep happening, right, let's look. Take take what you think about Biden or what you think about Trump, right? Let's just take all of it out, right? Let's go back to the election between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump won that election, right? And Clinton and the Democrats tried to call collusion with Russia and saying that Trump fixed the election for the entire four years in office. Yeah. He was being investigated. He was being, yeah. I'm not sure if he ever got indicted, but he was, there was, there well, was, he was, he was, impeached. there was hearings. There was, yeah, there was impeachment hearings, all of that. Right. I think he was impeached twice if I'm correct. So now that we, so Maybe now that twice, we, I think, so now that we, we, we get out of that, then, then he tries to say that the election is, is, is rigged, right. Does the same thing that the Clintons did and, and the Democrats did, he does that to them several years later. And then we get this whole thing that goes down. And then the entire time that, that Biden is in office, they're still trying to go after this guy about, about this. Yeah. And we think that we're going to have a normal election this 2024 dude is going to be anything from normal, bro. And that's what bro. I was telling. I was telling my girl, bro, I want to go back near our fucking family for this election, dude. Yeah. I don't want to be out away from people. I don't want to be in a big yeah. fucking city when this election goes down, dude. I think it's. I think we're going to see riots, bro. I think we're going to see gonna riots. Be crazy. We're going to see violence. I, I'm, I don't I do, know. Bro. I, I think I if, it's, if there's going to be violence, it's going to be before the elections. If we get to the elections, I think everyone will just be kind of on edge and watching and very enthralled in, in, in it bro says no if we rebel this is what happens to us that we would get locked up but see hold on don't jump right ahead man i want to respond to my man bro we're having a conversation here brian you can respond relax you can relax. respond relax respond. um no i hear what you're saying but here's the difference is because that wasn't a rebellion that's why they were able to lock those people up mm -hmm. in an actual rebellion no one's allowing themselves to get locked up all that shit is out the window you come at me to lock me up we shooting y'all because it's, you're either on our side or their side. That's what I mm -hmm. mean, rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Like, what they're not gonna allow themselves to get locked up. They're not gonna allow the the, the cops just to come through their doors. They're just gonna be like, fuck it. If the cops are coming at us or the military's coming at us, we're gonna go at them. And the military will get split too because there's gonna be a lot of people that aren't gonna want to pull guns on their people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even that's gonna get split up. So you know, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying this is gonna happen. I don't have some crystal ball to say this is going to happen. I'm not trying to put out. I'm just giving my my just my opinion that I would not be surprised if shit licks off before that. Now, if it doesn't, then I think it's just going to be a really cool election where like everyone is going to be a lot of shit. People getting arrested, you know, little mini riots here and there probably. But it's going to be it's going to be like, whoa, this shit is crazy. Cliff said, didn't Trump try to invalidate the Electoral College results? He questioned the results, which is the same thing the Democrats did before that, which is the same thing they did with Bush. If you remember, the day before September, the day before September 11th, Bush was the most unpopular president in the world ever. He was the most he was the first president that didn't walk in. You know, when they walk down that whole street and they walk in to sign that fucking thing, he got driven in because they were pelting him with eggs. And they got videos of that shit where they were pelting the fucking thing with that. Oh, when he got elected to a second when term. When he got elected to, yeah. They said he stole it. So questioning it. And that was Al Gore in Florida, right? Wasn't that Florida? The yeah. Florida electoral, the, the, the votes and, in Florida and the machines? And there was a reason, and there was a reason to question it. Because that election, they changed mad laws. They allowed people to mail in their ballots. They said that Biden got more votes than fucking, than, than Obama. 
You really think that motherfucker got more votes than Obama? And don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people supposedly were voting against Trump more than they were voting for Biden. But I think in one night they came up with like mad votes that put him over the top in one night. So, you know, <laughs> Brian says, we got to get him in order, right? Oh, seems yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Seems yeah, like bro says, seems like we are our own worst enemies. Yes, it does, bro. Yes, it does. King Handel says that, Brian, China can't even build their own commercial planes without sourcing parts abroad. They rely upon theft Dude, tech. you don't need to be the inventor of anything. <laughs> you don't, dude. And China has built a dominant, dominant powerhouse on the theft of technology, on espionage, on... And see, this is, this is the thing that, you know, <laughs> most Americans can't get down with. I'm just happy because I know have, that if Mark's watching this still, he's just yelling at the screen right now. <laughs> to have the most successful government, right? The most effective government, what you really want is a one-party totalitarian regime. Because when you have one party controlling everything, they can play the long game, right? When the same party has been in rule of China since like 1919 or 1920 or something like that, like right around the turn of the century, they've been able to do the same initiatives over the course of time, which the American government, we have the same people who, who stay in office all the time, but we don't really have the optics of being able to do it just like China does, right? China can pay for a kid to come over here and go to Stanford or MIT or whatever and then get a job at Google. Microsoft, one of these big fucking tech companies, Lockheed Martin, dude, and they can China's wait. buying, they China's can buying a wait, whole lot of property dude. right Bro, now. So they, they're up to something. Hold on. They can wait for decades until this person gets some sort of security clearance. And then what do they do? Hey, man, your homeland come a knocking. Remember when we paid for you to come over here to go to school? We paid for you and your family to be over here and supported you for all these years. Yeah. We need our information. And now, actually, let's get on to uh, China uh, purchasing right. land outside Sacramento. because yeah, they're purchasing uh, land everywhere, so they're up to something. Yeah, so there's a major Air Force base that is outside of Sacramento that somebody has been buying up tons of land and they don't know who it is and they think it's the, these chinese businesses who have been buying um you know all this all this property uh 500 or fifty thousand acres in solano county um it's right next to some uh you know military military base this guy mike thompson um who has been around forever dude i'm pretty sure mike thompson's a cia agent uh because he's always involved in all these secretary things looking to look into mike thompson uh a, a little bit um, the other thing bro, that, oh, hold on. That, uh, bro says you guys are really catty to each other today. And I love it. I feel like, I feel like Brian's going hard at the commenters today. Right. I might've did it too. I can't just blame it on Brian. It's very, yeah. I feel like the energy here is not like the last episode where everybody was telling us we were beautiful. Let me bring, <laughs> you guys are so great. You guys are beautiful. Today there's a little heat on it with, with our regulars. I love it, man. I love this. I love it, man. Cliffy says, no, not question. He tried to invalidate the results and falsify votes. Who Trump tried mm -hmm. to falsify votes? I'm gonna I'm gonna need some receipts on that, Cliffy, because he tried to find out where those votes came from overnight. 
wakes up, goes to sleep. It looks like he's winning one part. Then he wakes up and, and it's like triple the votes or some shit. And he's trying to figure out, he's, he's questioning the votes, which is what every president has done since Bush. Since Bush that I remember that they, they, they didn't. There's a chick right now, some, some chick that thinks she's the fucking governor of, uh, of uh, Washington or something or, or, or Baltimore that she hasn't, she hasn't even receded yet. There's another dude that got elected and she still says, I'm, I'm the governor. So a lot of people don't accept the results. That happens a lot that they don't accept the results. But what is the result? The result is Biden is the president. Trump is not the president. The, the, the shit got transferred. The power got transferred. And in no time, you're talking about, you're talking about Kentucky, Kentucky, right? Kentucky. Yeah. That, that, that black chick, she's still yet to, to, um, concede. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mark says he agrees with you, Brian. That was, he put that up when you were talking about the China stuff. Uh, King handles says that Brian to be the number one superpower, you must innovate. What's the equivalent of Google in China? Does China's military have a global presence? See, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it like he probably meant it, Brian. To be the number one superpower, you must innovate. What's the equivalent of Google in China, dog? Does China's military have a global presence? Um. So actually, yes, the global handles. presence that China has is they've actually been investing in uh, ports all over the world, which is actually the same thing that the U.S. did during our imperial time in you know post World War. Two, where we pretty much dominated the seas and we took control of all these places. We, we took control of the Caribbean. We took control of all of these uh, Asian islands, Vietnam, the Philippines, Japan. We went into all these places to control the shipping routes. And what China is doing is they have the money and they're going to all these third world and poor nations. And what they're doing is they're, 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 they're building ports and giving these countries debt that they know that they can't pay back under the promise of we will build a military base here we will build our military port and we will now run your ports. Hmm. Okay. Oh, hold on. He responded. Oh, no. uh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. He says, Brian, stop it. Look at all the U S bases across the globe, man. Nowhere near the same. And I'm not saying it's anywhere near the same, bro. I'm saying is they're on the course. That's not bro. That's to, King o- <laughs> to overtake us. That is what I'm saying. We're not doing this anymore. And that's the problem. American nationalism and American imperialism is gone. And we need to reroute to American nationalism and strengthen our country so we don't have to worry about any of this shit. And the truth is, in America, we have all of the resources we need. We have oil. We have sunlight for solar. We have wind energy. We have diamonds. Or we don't have diamonds. We have gold. We We have coal. We have everything that we could possibly need. We don't need to manufacture anything outside. We have 340 fucking million people, bro. We can do all of it here in America. But no, we decided to actually, Bill Clinton signed into the North American Free Trade Agreement, which enabled China to grow their middle class by building factory workers to build all the shit we had here. Meanwhile, everywhere in America is just That is the thing. Hold on. We got, we got, we got, we got comments popping up let's get to them real quick bro says china's buying land in africa big time china's buying land everywhere right now all right zero says mark says they're they're building a base in cuba and then king handles responds and says brian that's the point my man it's not comparable and then not yet 
Cliffy says China's buying up everything. Africa, uh, everything. Africa in particular is the most troubling. Well, in Africa, I, I brought that up to you, is that in Africa right now on, on uh, the Western coast, there's, there's four nations that have actually kicked out France for the first time. They've gotten all European invaders out of their country where they produce uranium, uh, gold, and diamonds. But you're forgetting what the main purpose is, like you said, because you're looking at governments. And like you said before, it's deep state that runs all these shits, not just us, all these shits, mm -hmm. right? And and uh, who's funding? you're forgetting, you know? you're, forgetting you're forgetting that it's not about China taking over America or Russia taking over. It's about one world government, no longer America, no longer a China, no longer a, 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 a Russia, but rather one world. Everything is, you can't be at war if you're all under the same umbrella. That's what they're looking for. One banking system, one world government. Everybody listens to one leader. That's what they're doing. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a thing of, they have us thinking, oh, you know, China's trying to take this up. No, they're trying to create just one world, one government, the new world order, which they've been talking about forever. All right. Bro says, we say we have gold. I want to see it. Well, go go to uh, you know any black neighborhood, any black neighborhood, <laughs> the East Coast, the West Coast, dog. Whole lot of gold, man. <laughs> King Handle says, "Oh, you and King Handle are going at it today, baby." King Handle says, "Brian, you're forgetting that by making a nation's economy dependent upon exports to the U.S., it costs U.S. jobs." but gives it control leverage over their nation without occupying it. Very true. And at the same time, what it does is it creates bigger class division in the U.S. because those manufacturing jobs are no longer here in the country. And what it does is it provides that work and that money, even though it's not as much as they're getting paid in the U.S., to Chinese citizens who aren't actually going to need to export stuff to us anymore because they can support it in their own nation and actually export it to other puppet nations that they have around the globe. Ooh, Brian, Brian is. I love King Handles, dog. We always get it. We always, we always get into the conversation. Bro says New World Order. Yes, please let us not forget about this little thing called New World Order. And, and it's funny because people, whenever you say that, people are, you know, right away it's like, you know, conspiracy. They say it all the time. Since senior Bush, okay, mm -hmm. just look at the clip, just type in New World Order fucking clip. You'll see all these presidents and all these people of power talking about the New World Order. You'll see the World Economic Forum talking about the New World Order. And what's that New World Order? One world government. And if it's a one world government, then it's no longer China, no longer America, no longer. That's why they're trying to make no borders. You know what I'm saying? What is a country with no borders? I want to watch... Me and you should watch this together at some point. We should watch the full 16-minute Eisenhower's farewell address when he talks about the New World Order and he talks about the military-industrial complex and he talks about some other things in there. But I think we should fucking watch it. Well, we'll do that and then we'll then we'll uh, comment on it. I'm not yeah. going to make everybody sit through it with us. No. Maybe they don't feel like watching that. No. <laughs> not here. No, no. But I'll definitely watch it if you send me the link. Yeah. I think we. I'm gonna watch it together. I think we should like watch a it date. Together. I mean, like two friends hanging out and enjoying a show. I mean, it doesn't have to be a date. All right, just making sure. Yeah. You know. 
<laughs> so, so here's something I wanted to talk about. Joe Biden finally acknowledging his grandkid. Finally acknowledging uh, uh, the, the baby that was born illegitimately through his crack-smoking son. <laughs> his crack-smoking, cocaine-snorting, heroin-between-the-toes son. Oh, that's pejorative. And I don't like it. What's that mean? I don't know what that word means. Should I look it up or are you going to tell me? Well, I'll look it up. Look, he has to look it up because he's just using words that were on his fucking word of day calendar. Pejorative, expressing contempt or disapproval. Permissiveness oh, okay. is almost universally expressed as a pejorative term. Okay. Right. I'll go back to that. Like comment. when I say Brian is smart. You fucking Puerto Rican, that's using it as a pejorative. Oh. Okay. You know, it's context. All right. Thank you for teaching me something. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you, Brian. You know, the real power here is where we share opinions like civil adults. China don't have that power. Correct. No, they know when to shut the fuck up. Correct. That's why they have good women coming out of China. <laughs> That's why I, we want a good I, wife. I agree with order you. Order a Chinese chick. Where the real growth and progression <laughs> from the heart is in civil discourse like this. But if you want to have true power and control, you shut not. down. You shut that shit down. Yeah. All right. Which is you what they always do. Down. And hmm, I believe, there's a couple, now. I believe there's a couple of stories that they shot down of ours, including the Hunter Biden laptop story. Remember when all of that was shut down on Twitter? Well, you know, they, I saw this thing where they say that all the indictments that they gave uh, Trump this year, they all align with something big coming out about his son and the whole thing of him and his son working together and collecting money from China, collecting money from all these other countries. Who, tr uh, Trump, and, Trump and his Ukraine. son? No. Oh, Biden. Biden and his son, right? Every time they're about to drop a new a new bombshell about, like when, they, when, uh, when the bombshell came out supposedly about his father being right next to him and he's like, I'm with the big man right here and he wants to know where his money's at. When they dropped that story, they indicted him the first time. Then it came out, you know, the, another story that they were getting ready to drop. Then, another, then this other indictment came out. And now the new thing that's out with him is, um, I forgot what it was, man. I mean, it's all money, you know, and, and it's like they're one of the dirtiest families out there, dude. And how people still back him is amazing. But now, because it was looking unpopular that he wasn't, um, that Biden never, ever, um, you know, acknowledged that he had a granddaughter and it was become it was hurt his it was hurting his poll ratings. So now he came out and he said that he has seven grandchildren. You ready? And then he's slick. He goes, he goes, I have seven grandchildren. Five of them I talk to every day because they're old enough to, you know, text. And that's it, that's his way of saying he don't talk to that other one. <laughs> he still don't acknowledge her, you know. Uh Hold on, bro says first. To me, that sounds like the end of American way. No democracy. Well, from my understanding, America's not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. That's right. It's it never is. was it's a, a democracy. It's a, it's a constitutional republic. Which bothers me every time they keep using the word. You know, they keep throwing it at us like we're, we were never were a democracy. Uh, bro also says that makes two of us. Nothing like laughing and learning. 
Pew, 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 pew. All right, so let's, I mean, dude, you know, while we're on here and we talk about public, uh, you know, we talk about this stuff all the time, let's fucking lay it down. What is a constitutional republic? This is the government that we have in our country. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it should be easy enough to actually uh, lay it down. The constitutional republic is a state where the chief executive and representatives are elected and rules are set down in a written constitution. The head of state and other representatives are elected, but they do not have uncontrolled power. Hmm. Uh, <coughs> what their power is limited to is written in the constitution, right? Now, let's just get this, this part right here. The head of state and other representatives are elected, right, by us, but they do not have uncontrolled power. What their mm -hmm. power is limited to is written in the Constitution. Yep. Now, how they get around this is emergency youth, emergency use authorization acts, aka yep. FEMA, right? Yep. And this is what happened during the pandemic. During COVID, when I said it, remember I said they're gonna lock everything down and they're gonna declare a state of emergency. Everybody said you're bugging G, and I said no, they're gonna do that because once they do that, the Constitution gets put on hold. And they're able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And and they don't have to approve funding through Congress under these yep. things. They can just spend the cash. Yep. And actually, G, now that we're talking about this, let's get a prediction right now. Okay. They are going to fake a UFO invasion. You hear that, Mark? An emergency use, use authorization act. And that is how they're going to clamp down on everything. And that is you how they're really going to take control with the NWO because it's going to be the one thing that could unite the world under aliens. One. You know, U.S. government can flex power just like China, King Handel says. What the fuck? Authority over civilians. Oh, no. Wait, what did he say? I said, what the fuck? I thought that was WFT. Uh, what's WRT? WRT authorities over civilian. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Bro says, yo, G, I think he's on Adderall. He's very focused. Yeah, I think he might be on Adderall today, dog, which is an awesome job. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't done Adderall in so long. Um, I think if I did it now, it would be like the first time I did it. And I'd be like, Adderall is great. Because that wasn't how it was feeling. Uh, bro says that definition sounds like another scam. What is the definition of a democracy? Okay. Which yeah. we are not. But everybody keeps bringing that up. I would love, love to know what the definition of that is. A system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state, typically through elected representatives. A state governed by democracy. Yeah, that's true. A form of government in which the people have the authority to deliberate and decide legislation, direct democracy, or choose governing officials to do so, representative democracy. Who is considered part of the people and how authority is shared among delegated people uh, are different. So it really depends on the series. But typically, in a true democracy, we would be voting on all the pieces of legislation. Yes, and it wouldn't be. It would be. It wouldn't be under the constitution. It wouldn't be under the, the constitution. It would be under the majority rule. Yeah, I mean, they could. You could have a constitution in place, though, you know. But it would have to be majority rule that puts that in place, and that can get changed by majority rule at any given time because it's a democracy. Mm -hmm. So you vote on every single thing. All right, and bro says uh, everything is a hustle. Only we are going backwards. 
Well, yeah, I mean, everything goes in a cycle. It's always been that way. That's why baggy jeans will be back soon. You know what I'm saying? Because everything's a cycle. You know, things will get bigger again. You know what I'm saying? Heterosexuality will come back too. Oh, big time. Heterosexuality, I think, is going to make a very big comeback. You think so? <laughs> of course, man. I've been thinking about switching. You want to know what's sad is that when the next generation starts to, you know, come and this generation is now older and and they're older and their minds are older and now they're thinking more correctly and they're starting to think about the things that really matter. What's, what's really sad is a lot of them will not be able to have families. A lot of them will not be able to enjoy, uh, enjoy uh, relationships because they're mutilated because they can't have babies anymore because they chopped and lopped off pieces when they were younger, you know, because of this whole ideology that was pushed on them. How do you, you feel know? about, um, and, and it, and it definitely works. Cause snipped. look at all these, I got snipped. Oh, you did? Who me? I got a vasectomy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How old were you when you got that done? Uh, probably 42. Mm. So it was like, like, not, it was like, not, 20, not like 40, 20, like 40, 20, like, like, like 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, when I was like 40, I think. I it's think like 35 40. years ago. I mean, but I did it. I did it for reasons of, you know, at the time, my ex-wife was telling me if she got pregnant again, she would get an abortion. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, if we have another baby, yo, you know, then we have another baby. And she's like, nope. I'll get an abortion in a heartbeat. And I said, all right, well, I don't want that to happen. And she was on the birth control. And she was on it for years. And I'm like, I don't want you staying on that. That can't be good for you. Mm -hmm. You know? So it was easier for me to go get the snip than it was for her to go get the old, you know, the ovaries and shit done. So I went and got it done. Cause remember I was married at the time and I believed that I was going to be married to her for the rest of my life. So, you know, I decided to get the vasectomy. I had a boy, I had a girl. I wouldn't have minded other kids, but she was very clear that if, uh, if she got pregnant, she would, uh, kill my baby. So, I got snipped. I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to go through that. Interesting. Um, Sean, yo, what's up? What's up, Sean? Welcome back. Good to see you again, Poppy. Um, and Richard, Richard, what's up, my dog, man? I was telling Brian the other day how much it warms my heart when you come on the show, dog. I ain't even gonna lie, and you know why. But I just want to let you know I love you, dog, and I'm glad that to to see you doing well. Big up to you and the family too, man. I do. I do see the pictures and everything. Um. Would that be one form? Would that be one form of sterilization? Uh, what getting snipped? Yeah, yeah. Do I regret it? I regret a lot of the things I've done. You know, so I wouldn't necessarily say it's for everybody, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a form of sterilization, and everything that's going on down from abortion to this whole thing is all eugenics. That's all it is. It's all population control. It's all eugenics. And if you go by the movie that we watched, it's it's stopping people from having babies and, and, and killing kids so that the Messiah doesn't return because they believe that they can stop it at birth. Um, I think they're bugging. Uh, Richard says, no mutilating kids. That's what I'm saying. That's And that's the thing that people are fighting for. And the thing is, they always... They always turn it around like we're like, oh, they're against trans. No, they're against people trans and the children. 
No one gave a fuck about y'all five years ago, yo. No one was caring what y'all did five years ago. It wasn't until you brought that shit into the schools and started fucking with the kids. Nobody gave a fuck about cross-dressers doing their shows on a Friday night. No one gave a shit. It wasn't until they started reading to the children. It wasn't until they started twerking their fucking manly asses and children's faces with thongs on it. Okay? Richard says, I think the messages are delayed a little bit. By the time my message gets to you, you have already moved on. Well, he brings them up as he brings them up, but I, I know where you're going back to. You know what I'm saying? I see them when they pop up. You know, respect to you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and that's when people started taking notice. That's when I started caring. I never mm -hmm. gave a shit. No one gives a shit what adults do to themselves. You know, we should, but we really don't. Every adult has the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do. You want to start, you know, because I mean, if I'm going to keep it real, I'm not even with chicks making their titties bigger just to make them bigger. I'm not, I don't like that shit. I'm not with it. But if you do it, you do it. I've never been with a chick with big fake titties. You know, I don't find that necessarily something I want in a woman. I prefer a natural woman. Big. I like all titties, floppy, big, small, whatever. So the truth of the matter is even women who enhance this shit or, or even men who sit there and fucking put in thighs, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to do squats, you know. I'm against all that shit. And that's what I say, too. Like, I talk against the trans uh, trans and the children. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be the first one to say uh, being homosexual, it's a sin. But you know what? So is fucking straight people and you're not married. Okay? And that's not what I say. That's what God says. And that's it. That's the end of it. You know what I'm saying? We could all have our opinions. Yeah, my, my opinion is live and let live. Do what you got to do. But that's not showing a lot of love to the people who I know are going off that deep end and what waits for them on the other side. Richard says, I thought check with notice got moderate sized tits. I thought, wait, I thought chicks with notice. Oh, here you go. If a chick uh, with no tits got, got moderate sized tits, I'm okay. Yeah, no doubt. A little bump, a li just a little bump. You know, the nipple makes the tit. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really cares. And that's what I was saying too, going back to that Barbie movie when the chick was like, we got to be this, we got to be that. To be a woman means you got to do this and you got to do that. No, you don't. No, you don't. You all kind of have one of those characteristics anyway. Nobody's got to be perfect. Guaranteed to do you, it's not perfect. So mm -hmm. you don't have to be all those things. Never once did I even look at a chick and be like, she has to be this, 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 and this in order for me to know. You know what I'm saying? You start dating them and then they start to annoy you. And then that's when you start saying, I don't like this, 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 and this. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a, of a thing of um, you start knocking those shits off once you're talking to them. It's not what gets you to talk to them. You know? So the... um. I was just looking up a couple of things about like, uh, you know, the stuff that you were saying, like in the Bible with like homosexuality, bestiality and, you know, other things like that. So it's Leviticus is really where that Leviticus. comes from. Is that is that correct? Yes. Leviticus okay. is the book of laws. And that's the main one where it comes from. A man should not oh. lay with another man uh, as a man lays with a woman. Yeah. Um, so Leviticus, the 18th chapter of Leviticus deals with the number of sexual activities that considered abominable, including incest and bestiality. The chapter also contains Moloch worship. Uh, it is part of the Holiness Code Levit Leviticus 17 to 26. And its sexual prohibitions are largely paralleled by Leviticus 20, except that chapter 20 is more emphasis on, on punishment. Yeah, it's the book of laws. And, yeah. And in the laws, it says, you know, and it's up there with fornication and everything else. Like I said, yeah. man. 
I just, uh, just because I'm not, you know, I haven't read this portion of the Bible for the people who aren't, you know, Bible people. I just wanted to kind of bring, bring it out. The chapter begins with God speaking to Moses, verse one, and giving him a message for all the Israelites, warning them to keep God, God's laws rather than Canaanite or Egyptian practices. Then God is quoted as listing people with whom sex is forbidden due to family relationships in six through 19. In verse 20, God prohibits sexual relations with the neighbor's wife. And in verse 21, God prohibits passing one's children through fire to Moloch. Verse 22 is the famous verse about lie with the man discussed below, while in verse 23, God forbids bestiality, according to some translations, pedophilia. In final verses 24 to 30, God warns about breaking these laws, you know, defilement, yada, yada, yada. Interesting. Yeah. But it's interesting and now you got to remember, that's when he gave the law to Moses. Before that, because people like to say, oh, before that, you know, brothers and sisters, yeah, those wouldn't have been put into law if it wasn't happening. There was a time when bestiality was not a sin. Why? Because there was no law against it. The laws weren't given unto Moses yet. So there was no sin. You know what I'm saying? But then God started looking around and seeing the depravity of man. You know, and if you go into Ephesians, he talks about how he gave man over to his own iniquities. He gave man over to his own depravities. So if that's the right word, um, but th their own depraved minds. And that's what you see going on now. What you got to remember now is people reject the word of God because it shines light on their dark souls. And people in the dark, it's like when you sleep and someone pulls up a fucking shade. You're like, pull down the fucking shade. People in the dark don't like light, man. They're, they're blinded. Their hearts have been hardened. That's what it said. That's what scripture says. Their hearts have been hardened. So that's why we have to have empathy on these people. We have to try to use love to change their hearts because their hearts have been hardened toward God. They've been given over to their own immoral fucking ways. You know what I'm saying? So that what's good becomes bad and what's bad becomes good. You know, bro says, if only we had more wisdom, but that comes with time, hurt, and knowledge of God's word. I can't argue with that. Mm. I can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? The wisest man in the world, when God said, what is it, Solomon? I'll give you anything that you want. He asked for wisdom. That should tell you something. You know what I'm saying? That should tell you something. That's why I say I won't be bought out, you know, like. I, that's why I don't have a price in my fucking head. Because, you know, the richest man in the world, Solomon, said it's all vanity of vanities. It's all chasing the wind. So there's nothing wrong with having money. But if you're living just to make money, then it's vanity of vanities. You can't take it with you, you know. Uh, Richard says, hold up. I thought sin was present since Adam and Eve from, yeah, from Adam and Eve. That's when sin became the first sin was the eating of the fruit. And from that point on, that's where, that's where sin came because you had the, the wisdom of knowledge and good. So there was sin, but there was no law. Man did not know it was sin until he was told it was sin. That's why the laws were, were given before that. You know, and that's the thing. People used to speak directly to God back in those days, but they wanted a king like all the other people had. You know, it goes deep. I mean, you really got to read all that shit. It explained, like even Brian said, when he started reading it and started searching it with a pure heart and looking for understanding, things just started making sense. Remember, you were yeah, man. Up like, yo, this makes sense. Now I understand this. Now and I understand that. The the interesting part, you know, the the, the thing that I, I I think I'm most interested in about in like just life period is is God, the esoteric, 
the unknown, the creation, and then the attachment that we have with, with actual history, history that we can like, dude, artifacts, ruins, you know, books, Dead Sea Scrolls, all of that sort of stuff, right? And then, you know, combining mainstream history with the Bible and have, and the shit just lines up. It's bizarre. It's very bizarre. Go, you don't think a and, man wrote that? Watch every movie you've ever seen. Nobody could write a story that good. And, no one could make up a book that good i've seen anyone able to ever able to do it before where it's still relevant to today just the thing of too still relevant to today yes it's the 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 and and that's you know what they say about art true art will speak to generations of people and the bible is that book that no matter what time you're reading it it applies you know of course because it was made by the creator of art and it's the true and living word of god it's a breathing book, dude. There's life in that book. And, to, and, and the only way you'll know that is to, ha- is to read it with the Spirit of God re- uh, revealing it to you. If you're going to do it in your own thoughts and try to think you're going to figure God out, then yeah, go ahead. Good luck with that. You know what I'm saying? Many men have tried and they start cults and all kinds of shit like that. But when, but when, when you have that Spirit of God revealing that shit to you because you're actually reading it because you want to know and you're coming to him like a child, which is the way you're supposed to come. A child knows nothing. God says, if you say you know, I will not show you. But if you sit there and say, I do not want to know. That's how I met him. I want to know. I don't know shit. I want to know. That's it. A broken spirit and a contrite heart I will not despise. You know. They had one rule, just one. Don't eat the fruit. Exactly. Uh, Cliffy says, I invite all of you to read the 1611 King James Version, the Bible. It's amazing. However, it's in Old English. It's in Old English. Well, I mean, listen. Um, uh, here, I have it up here. Uh, I'm assuming that's judge not, and and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. And people try to say that that means that that uh, you shouldn't judge. No, we're called to judge people. But we're called to judge people in, in a godly way, not to judge people as if we're better than them. You know what I'm saying? And not to sit there and go at somebody when you got all this shit going on in your life that you know ain't right and try to point out somebody else's shit. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a thing of we are we are called to judge in a sense. And there is a reason for shame. Shame is what keeps people in line. And if you look at what's going on now, they're trying to remove shame from everything. Look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to remove shame from everything. You should not be ashamed if you're a person that hate hooks up online and just fucks randomly all the time, there's no shame in that. Back in the day, it used to be called the walk of shame when you left when you left the house, right? Mm-hmm. There's no shame in that no more. You know, in fact, a dude should be happy to have a woman with a 400 to a thousand body count. You know what I'm saying? There's no shame in that. Uh, you know, two dudes banging or whatever. No shame in that. Um, you know, uh, banging little children. There's no shame in that. I'm telling you right now, they're going to start saying there's no shame in banging animals because I started seeing some articles on that starting to pop up. Mm-hmm. There's going to be no shame in that. There's no shame in being a drug addict. There's no shame in being a criminal. They're trying to take away shame from everything so that mm-hmm. everything feels good. Whatever you, Whatever feels good to you, do it. There's no shame in it. Shame keeps people in check. It's there for a reason. And yes, you should be ashamed. I should be ashamed of the shit that I do. 
I'm not because I'm a wicked dude, but I should be. You should, you definitely, you definitely should be. I should be ashamed of a lot of the things I do. I should be ashamed of a lot of the things I say. You know, I'm, I'm at least I'm aware of that, and I'm trying to become a better man. Mm. Uh, bro says he asked Eve, "Are you sure it was that tree?" He put doubt, confusion, and then I got you. Yeah. Plus, you know. It kind of says a lot about women, man. You can give them everything in the world and they just won't be satisfied, man. I call it the Eve. I call it the Eve complex. You know, the same way like men have the Adam complex. We just want to make women happy. That's all. We just want to make you happy. I'll eat of the fruit because you want me to. So I'll eat of the fruit. And now, boom. You know, and then he tried to blame it on the chick and God said, nah, 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 nah. Doesn't work that way, dog. You knew what time it was. It doesn't work that way. Can't blame it on the chick. It was the lady you gave me. That's what he said. The law of uh, Moses is their judge. The Lord you got and Christ is your salvation and mine. I, I'm, I'm confused by that, to be honest. I don't know what that means. Because, because uh, Jesus didn't diminish the law. In fact, he made it even, he made it even more 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 uh you know he took it from fornicating to even if you think about fornicating mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so he actually made it a little harder in a sense but yes the reason why i'm saved is not because of anything good i've ever done or anything good i will ever do i deserve death because of all the sin that i've done in my life but jesus made a sacrifice for me but here's the thing that that always worries me because my problem is not in accepting christ my problem is in repentance and repentance is more than just acknowledging the shit you do that's wrong. It's turning from the shit that you do that's wrong. And that's always been my problem. I know a lot of the shit that I do is wrong and I just keep doing it. And that's what makes me question my salvation sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because he says, repent and sin no more. Repent and be saved. When you truly accept Christ, man, you have power over sin. You start to not want to even do that shit anymore. I believe I'm saved, but I also believe I'm backslidden because I used to be much more sensitive to it. And it's, and I used to not want to do those things. I wanted to do the things that made my God happy because I like making him happy. And then somewhere mm -hmm. in the struggle, I started to backslide and started thinking about myself again and what mattered to me. And now this is where I'm at, where I find myself in repetitive sin that I know is wrong and, and, and I'm trying to break out of. But, you know. It's the repenting problem that I have, and I think it's the repenting problem that most people have, you know, which which is the thing that most false teachers out there, which I want to talk about on an episode, all those false fucking prophets out there preaching the love of God and the, and the gifts of God without repentance. Mm -hmm. That's not the way it works, you know, because then it's easy. If it wasn't for repentance, I'd be I'd be a perfect Christian, but I have a problem with the repentance. I have a problem with turning. You know, I turn for a moment, but then I turn right back. <laughs> I got that 360 repentance going. Uh -huh. <laughs> just keeping it real. I'm not proud of it. I'm just keeping it real. You know, that's why, you know, when people say, how could I, you know, listen, I, I don't judge nobody. I just say what God says about it, even including to me. So when people tell me, oh, you're a good dude, I always say, no, I'm not, you know. Because when they said Jesus was good, he said no one is good but God the Father. 
So how am I allowed, how am I going to sit there and let someone tell me I'm good? Cliff says exactly. Jesus is the only way, truth, and the life. Just pray for you to get closer to the Lord again. I'm in the same boat you're in. I'm a sinner. Oh, I mean, listen, dude. The Lord, I the, the Lord ain't never moved from where He was with me. I'm the one that that He's just sitting there like this. Come on, bring it in. And I'm just like, ah, ah, mm. I I'm never okay, man. I'm okay, man. Every day his blessings are new every day, man. You know, so I'm okay. I'm good. I, this is the walk we walk. I never this is, this is what it's all about. I never thought growing up Catholic and not having any connection to God as a kid, you know, other than really, you know, formality or if you want to call it like um rituals. Yes, dude. That's the word I was looking for. I was looking for ritual. Ritual. Other than the ritualistic, I, I never felt, any, as a kid, never felt any connection, dude. And I was an altar boy. You know, I blew the yeah. priest. You know, I was yeah. back there. I was involved in all sorts of scandals. And, and you drank the Jesus juice and, and didn't make you didn't make you get any closer. And well, and that's then, because they're and not. Then, and then listen, they're not close then, to God. That's why. And, and then going into I said it. And then, but dude, there were people that I could tell were close. No, I believe, that, and the people that I, I know now, Catholics, friends of mine that are Catholics, that I are very. Believe, that I, I do believe there are Catholics who have repented and love Jesus and 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 received Jesus. I, I do believe that some Catholics are saved. I do. There's a bunch of people that I know that that stood kind of you know hard to the Catholic faith, but I believe that they had Jesus in their life, and that's really what gets you in, not what you call yourself. But but I but at the to same get, I token, to to, to, the leadership. Right, the leadership and the and history of where that leadership about. goes to the Vatican. They, they are, they are, and, and they, they the, don't the, the destroyers of knowledge, the destroyers of world preach, knowledge. Yeah, they don't preach a, a true gospel. They preach a tainted gospel. Oh, it's just you know, it's been interesting to me. No. You know, I guess as a as a life journey going from you know being Catholic to then being you know um, like really, really, really atheist as a as a drug addict, and then mm -hmm. coming to a belief in a God, getting clean. And then now this kind of new chapter of exploring the Bible, of exploring Jesus and, and, and all this stuff. It's, uh, it's well, wild, I mean, bro. It always it's, comes down to this, especially when I started talking to people now, because I saw this dude say it the other day, and it just kind of rang with me. The thing to say is this, simply, and I asked Mark this question the other day. If God showed up in front of you, revealed himself, boom, present in front of you, no doubt in your mind, that's God. He tells you everything you ever thought. And everything you have done, and you know that's God, would you worship him? Mark said yes. So, so so Mark can be Mark can be saved in the sense of you know, it's just he a can, matter he of, won't be, but he could be saved. Nah, 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 nah. It's just a matter of his heart getting that right word that cracks it, that he starts to realize, you know, the shit. He's a very intelligent man. And <laughs> but but you get those people right who they sit there and go even if God stood in front of them they would not worship Him then their problem is much more deeper than believing the Bible or whether or not the Bible is the, is the Word of God it goes way beyond that because even if God showed Himself to you you still would not worship Him so your problems go deeper than that mm -hmm. and people like that then I don't even bother what could I say to them there's nothing to say to them Cliff says I was raised Catholic as I was too. Uh, it's just, oh, I didn't know that you grew up Catholic also who me. Yeah. I made my communion. I did my, uh, my name was Paul in my, uh, in my, uh, what you call it. Yeah. I was raised Catholic. The same readers. My confirmation, my baptism, 
I got baptized twice. I got baptized once as a baby, which means nothing. And the second time I got baptized as an adult when I became born again. And your mother, did she go through that same process? My mother was also? a Catholic. My mother was a Catholic to start. My mother and father raised me Catholic. Yeah. I and went then to she Louis. born again also. She correct? became born again after uh, my, my second stepfather left. She found God in her room. She spent a lot of time just alone in her room with a broken heart and cried out to God. And, you know, the life she has now is amazing. That's why even though I don't believe like, you know, she's she's a little crazy and she follows a lot of those false prophets a lot of times. But, uh, you know, um, that's why I say like it's the person it's a personal thing. So I know she's personally saved, although she agrees with a lot of these idiots. And I try to tell her sometimes stop doing that. But uh, her life is completely changed. Her life is proof that uh, there is a God. So is mine for anybody who ever met me back in the day and knows me from back in the day. And they see me now. I think, you know, it's obvious that there's been a big change. And if I say it's God, who are you to tell me it wasn't? Bro says, we are of the flesh. Do not be too hard on yourself. We are not God. No, of course not. Of course not. Listen, we can't be too hard on ourselves. But I, I'm just one of those people that I live a reflective life and I keep it real with myself. I don't mm -hmm. get so hard like I'm a piece of shit. But I know if I'm going to say I'm good, to what measure? Who am I comparing myself to say that I'm good? Because I know a bunch of people that I could stand next to and say, no, I'm, I'm fantastic. But if I'm comparing good to the actual word of good and the actual word of holiness and truth and all that, I'm, I'm not good. I'm no better than anybody else. Hmm. And nobody's good. Only God is good. When you, I'm a person of words. And that's the problem. Look what they're attacking now. Words. What we say doesn't have the same meanings. No, there's power in words. And we need to use words for the way they're meant. You understand what I'm saying? That's why they have deaf fucking Okay? So words mean something. You know, and that's the problem. That's why they're attacking words right now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even mean for this to go into a religious way, because I know I always sound like I'm preachy. I'm not trying to be preachy in any way. I'm just, uh, you know, being honest in the way the way I feel, man. Being born again with an amazing experience. We are all in yours and Brian's corner. I appreciate that, man. But once again, I'm not I'm not trying to be up here like, oh, I'm a struggling, I'm hurt. And nah, I'm I'm very happy. I'm doing very well. I'm trying not to fuck over nobody. I'm trying to be a better man every day. And I'm chilling. But at the end of the day, when it comes to to uh my you know, I'm the same way with my comedy in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know. Like I had a set the other day. I, I had three sets that I thought were banging. And then I had a set the other day that I was like, ah, I started off so good. But in the end, I kind of tailed out. But everybody was like, don't be so hard on yourself. I loved it. You were great. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Even when I don't feel like I was that great, you still think I was great. Right. But had you seen me those four days in a row, you would know what I'm talking about. Because I'm talking about the 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 performance that I did and how I did it, mm -hmm. how my rhythm was, what I spoke about, what did I forget to say and what did I remember to say? You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, you could say that's being too hard on yourself, but I want to be great. And the only way you could be great is consistently striving to be great, not being satisfied with being good. Cause being good all the time is only going to make you really good. Mm -hmm. My goal is to be great. Now, what's great, I guess, getting better all the fucking time. You know, I don't know. But 
But, you know, I'm not satisfied with a good set. I want a great set. I want a set that people come up and go, that was the best fucking, you know, that's the best shit I've ever saw. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? And I stay on myself. So even in my walk with God, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with the fact that I look good to other people. I'm not mm -hmm. satisfied with the fact that I'm probably better than some people in their walk. You know, I could look at it and go, I'm doing better than that person. That doesn't satisfy me because I know the thoughts that go on in my mind. I know the darkness that goes on in my heart. I know the shit I say on this show that just blurts right out. That tells you what, you understand what I'm saying? Like I say some cold shit on a constant level. I think cold shit on a constant level, you know? And I just want to, I just want to have a heart that's filled a little more with love. That's all, man. You know, I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. Tell me, man, to help me along the way. Ooh. You know, the real sin is, is teaching people that there is no God. The Lord is everywhere. That's that new age shit. That's that new age shit. That's that shit. Like I told you, the four agreements. It's very dangerous if you don't know the Lord because it's very self-centered. It's very much on all that self-help. You can do it on your own. You can do it on your own. Jesus says no man can do it on his own. They need the help of the Holy Spirit. They need Jesus to make it happen. To do it on your own means you're going to pay your own debt. Mm -hmm. And that debt is death. That's what every man owns. Every man owes a debt to the creator. Every man. And that debt has been paid for me. You know, Richard says, have either of you ever seen Zeitgeist? It completely challenged my beliefs in government and made me question everything I thought I knew to be true. And, and I have. Gave us the link. I've, seen, I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, I'm going to put it up here. It's called uh, Zeitgeist, the movie. Um, it's it's great, dude. It, it, it is. It is. It's it's, it's powerful. Uh, and there's a Zeitgeist, too. Um, I also want everyone to, um, I what, think what should... is that about? What is it about? I've never heard of it. I want to check it out, but what am I going to be checking out when I see it? Yeah. So here, I'll give you the, uh, here's the synopsis, uh, yeah, storylines. The, the film gathers information from many sources and puts it together in a way that shows, uh, possible for people to be manipulated by large institutions, governments, and economic powers divided into three parts, religion, pagan, uh, astrological, astrological beliefs compared to modern and ancient religions, nine 11, uh, the Federal Reserve Bank, its formation, and uh, all of that. All right, uh, so, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. That's enough for me to check it out. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll send it to you. There's also a second yeah. one. Um, and it's funny too, because like there's a lot of things out there, and I'm not saying that that this is what this is, but I you know I watch a lot of things too that like like to challenge the Bible. They like to challenge it as if it's not the word of God. And it's I really don't necessarily not know if that's challenging <laughs> the word of the Bible. Is it? Is it Richard? No, no, no. I'm not saying that that. But I'm not saying that that that's what that's about at all. I'm just saying this because this is something that I saw. I watch a lot of these things where like people try to try to make you doubt your belief. And, and my answer to that would be that that depends on where your belief comes from. The reason why I believe in the Bible is because before I ever picked it up, mm -hmm. it was being read to me in my mind and in my heart. That the day mm -hmm. I picked it up, because I, I was talking to my man, Peter George, the day I picked it up, I, I, 
it, it explained that I wasn't going crazy because before that I thought I was going crazy. I was hearing all these stories in my head and all these things in my head spoken in old English. Like if I was reading the freaking King James version, I knew I didn't talk that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing all these stories and, and these quotes and these, what I didn't know at the time was scripture. And then I picked up the Bible and all those things that were being said to me for weeks and months before was all written out in front of me where I said, oh my God, this is insane. I was learning the Bible before I ever picked it up. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to tell me that that's not God. It's very hard to tell me that because I know that I learned it before I ever picked it up. Uh, Cliffy says, you are great, Gary. Keep practicing and preaching. Count me in if you make another Rodan to think around them. Adriel, I'm sure you would be in also. Uh, Richard says, it's the 911 conspiracy stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. And I didn't think that that's what it was saying. And that just popped in my head. Bro says, progress, not perfection. If you're perfect, there is nothing left to strive for. Yeah, a perfect man would then be what? God, right? <laughs> uh, uh, if you can do a whole show based on that shit, Gary, your mind is going to be blown. Oh, yeah, no, we will. I'm going to I'm going to check it out. I'm, I'm going to check out that one and the second one so that I come back with knowing something. Yeah. The other thing that I think everyone should listen to or watch is JFK to 9-11. I just put this uh, up in the comments. That, that's the, that was one of the first ones that I ever watched that had me like, wow. You know, what I'm saying? I kept pausing and checking shit because it was like mind blowing. You know, I was like, wait a minute, pause. What did they just say? I might watch you know, that again. I'm, I'm, I'm due to I'm due, I'm due for a watch on that. Yeah, just to catch up again, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. So then we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of things. When in doubt, I go to God, the Word, exactly. And it's good to have a track record. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in doubt, I look at my track record. I look at his track record in my life, mm -hmm. and I sit there and go, Nah, man, they're bugging. I'm not bugging. They're bugging. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times I'm not saying my faith is so strong. People can't say shit to me that made me go, hmm. You know, I mean, they did it with the earth. They made me go, hmm. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say never in my life did anybody come at me with some God shit that made me go, hmm. But then I had to turn back and just look at the track record. Forget what's being said, forget what's being written. Hmm. What happened in my life? What was going on at that time that I got through that shit? When my life was ready to go in the complete opposite direction of where I am now, which is living and living a good life. My life was ready to go in the complete opposite direction. So I got that track record and I keep going back to it. You know what I'm saying? So that I can remember, nah, man, there's no way you can convince me what happened in my life didn't happen. You can sit there and play with the word sometimes. I'm no theologian that I'm going to sit there and challenge the devil in, in scripture, going head to head with scripture. But, you know, I know what I know that and much. Isn't a lot. I know I don't know shit. <sighs> I don't know shit, but what I do know, I know. Mm. And what is that? I know there's a God. I know that, I know that, that Jesus has paid the price uh, for my sins. And I know that I can be a better, a better dude. A better at practicing what I preach. Uh, Cliff says, right now, since we have been talking about Jesus, you didn't smoke as much. I don't smoke no more and encourage others to do the same. Now, nah, Cliffy, I was saying um, in the last, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I wish I had another blunt right now, but I'm actually, I actually ran out. Uh, but just to keep it real, in the last 
four days now. This is the fourth day. I've smoked less than a pack. I've smoked 18 cigarettes in the last four days. So I'm I'm weaning myself down. I'm cutting back and I'm trying to smoke less. Yeah, but if you notice, I've been looking around a little bit, hoping that this this little roach here would grow. Mm. Because I would I would I would like to smoke up. I got no roaches or nothing. I'm dry, dude. That, that whole big jar, that whole big jar I had gone. I went through all those roaches. Really? Actually, the roach jar? You went through the roach yeah. jar? Actually, ladies ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you literally the most disgusting thing I've ever seen visibly. Gary has a mason jar <laughs> that could fit a quarter pound of weed in it, right? Full of roaches. He saves all of them. Not anymore. Well, he smokes them. They're gone. And and I and I, I think I got one like joint left of remember that shit I picked up in the Chinese container? Mm -hmm. That it was all shake. I went through all that too. I got like maybe one real left. Yeah, but it's all powder. It's probably actually it's probably all uh Keith. It's probably all Keith, yeah. Mm. That's probably gonna be a good fucking joint. He is tried and true, time tested in my life. The only reason someone like me is here. Praise his holy name, bro. Praise his holy name. I've, I've been bringing God on stage with me lately too, man. Believe it or not. And not in a blasphemous way. Just, just keeping it real with myself, you know? So I've been talking a lot about this on stage. Like I always talk about my struggles on stage. You know, that's what people don't realize. The shit I laugh at is the shit I've been through and the shit that hurts me the most. You know, not to make it sound sad, but if I could laugh at it, so can you. King Handle says that's up there with a jar of chewed sunflower seeds. <laughs> Me and my brother once had just a jar of ashes. We had like a huge um, empty bottle of blackberry brandy, uh -huh. and we were using it as an ashtray. And then somewhere along the line, we just kept filling it up, and the whole thing was just filled with uh -huh. ashes gross right my son's trying to get to the fifth generation or is it the seventh generation seven he's trying to get to the seventh generation blunt it's very hard to do some do say mean? it's the roach, say the roach the roach the roach the roach you get a bunch of roaches right anytime you smoke a blunt and you get a roach that's the second generation not so the when first you roll, no the first generation is the blunt you smoke mm -hmm. then you take a bunch of those roaches and roll up a blunt that's a second generation blunt so it's very hard to do because you got to get to the seventh generation so the a way multiple. you get to it well you got to at least roll one blunt so to roll one blunt you're going to need a bunch of six generation roaches right to roll one blunt right the that's what generation yeah so right. it becomes quite tricky i've gotten probably as far as fourth generation but people mm. don't realize how much you know, it's got to be a roach. Can't be half a blunt. It's got to be like a, you know, a nice size roach. You know, we'll give you one of those. You know, nice thick one like that. You know, where you can see resin on it. And you know, I've so right now all those blunts I went through. If I would have took those roaches and put them in another jar, I'd have a jar that was half the size of that jar, that would have a whole bunch of second generation. So I'd be able to smoke those. I'd be up to third generation. But then that would probably produce maybe, maybe four roaches. In the fourth generation, now I have to start back at the first generation to get that. You know See, what I'm, I'm saying? I, yeah, I'm surprised because I thought Puerto Ricans had several generations living together in one roof at once all the time. Is that not true? You're thinking Mexican. Ah, that's it. We are all not the same. 
Cliff says, you're dry, but drenched in the Holy Spirit. It was hard for me to quit weed. I had nightmares for a week and insomnia. Eh, I don't I don't really put too much weight on that. If, I, if it's meant for me to stop, I just stop. It doesn't even mean that much to me no more smoking weed as it used to. You know what I'm saying? Like I do it more of habit now, but I'm pretty sure once I stop the cigarettes, the weed will probably follow behind it. I don't quit anything. I just cut back. Bro says this was a great spiritual Sunday, gentlemen. Oh, and it is Sunday today, right? Well, listen, guys, listen, guys, technically speaking, anyone who's still listening, no one can tell you that you didn't go to church today mm -hmm. because scripture says where two or three are gathered and is speaking of my name. That is church. Two or three are gathered in his name. So we have a bunch of us talking, you know, doing a little Bible studies. That's all we just did just now, a little Bible study. So yep. we all went to church today, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I hope you guys have a really great fucking weekend behind this shit, man. You know? Even if we just get people to think, it's always a good thing. You know? Mm -hmm. What you got there, Brian? I was just wanting to let everyone know that they need to go to briantlakata.com slash shop to pick up some Rady G merch. Uh, I'm going to get going on the merch. I'm going to make some hats. I'm going to make some stickers. I need a hat. I need a shirt. I need a sweatshirt. I want to get. I definitely want to get the hoodie. Yeah, I want to get the hoodie, the round earth skeptic. Um, so, gee, if you have any ideas for uh, for merch, I mean, we have a bunch of t-shirt names. We got, uh, we got. You can't put gruel in a stick. Jesus paid my rent. The dark web is a pretty nice place. All slopes <laughs> are slippery. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they say. Wake up Every to your wake up to your wokeness. Uh, what about everybody got a price when they're in it for the money? Everyone got a price when they're in it for the money. Yeah, man. Everyone got a price when they are in it for <laughs> Caddy, the money. Caddy all the way. I think for the mugs, we should have a bunch of quotes and you get to choose the quote that you want to put on it. Um, I don't know if we can, we have to design it so we can pick a bunch of quotes, but we can't have people just typing quotes in. It doesn't no, work. No, 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 no. The quotes that we put up. One of our quotes from the show, mm -hmm. you know, you get to pick the quote that you want on your mug. So it could be this, my, my, my uh, ignorance makes me adorable. Or you can get the other one that says, you know, art I'm, imitates I'm, life. Art imitates like life. Or, yeah. Or, or uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a flat earth skeptic. I'm a round earth skeptic. How about suck my dick with a strong K? With a strong K. We could have that too. You know what I'm saying? And you could say on the bottom in parentheses with a strong K. Okay. Bro says, amen and respect. Richard says, beliefs are incredibly powerful. They shape who we are. This reminds me of a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. Man, Richard, you be reading a lot, man. So do I. I respect that. Which explores the influence of beliefs and self-perception. In one chapter, the author discusses how we never really stop believing in the tooth fairy. Instead, the energy is drained from the belief. Yet, the tooth fairy still resides in our mind. And we pass this belief on to our children, even though we know it's not real. He says some shit about our beliefs being stored in that a, I don't know. I guess we're Well, it's funny because I, I've been talking about that on stage too. Pam, and stop lying to your children. Like I never taught my kids that Santa bought them gifts. I let them watch the shows, but I told them that's just a little bullshit fantasy, man. I'm the one that's going out there to get you the fucking gifts, me and your mother. So don't get it twisted, you know? Like I say, you're Puerto Rican. Ain't nobody giving you shit for free. Um, you know. Have you heard of epigenetics? No. 
epigenetics is um it's a study of stable changes in cell function that do not involve alterations in the dna sequence um but it's it's it, it's kind of like um almost like memory being involved in our dna and there being like group memory and group thought within within our dna i'll check it out man yeah i've heard about it a little bit more and more recently on a couple of different podcasts but i haven't i haven't i haven't dove into it michelle says i like non-religious episodes sorry i'm atheist everyone is free to believe or not don't be sorry for that not to me i mean you don't have to apologize to me everyone is free to believe or not what they want on a side more on a side note t-shirts guys Juan Gary's my ignorance is what makes me adorable. So yeah. I think with that shirt, we need to have a picture of you like this. And then on the back is where it says it. Yeah. We'll get no, Esco to take that shot. I don't even want a picture of me on a shirt like that. Man. I, do. My I do. I would wear that shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we didn't mean to go in that direction, by the way, Michelle. We know that right when we start talking that stuff, we tend to lose at least half the people. Um, it's not true. We've had a steady 10 the whole, the whole show. <laughs> yeah, our core. That's our core, man. Mm -hmm. You know, we should get a shirt that says that, steady 10. <laughs> I'm part of the steady 10. That's our hardcore group right there, man. The steady, the steady 10? Yeah, man. Listen, I've been having to piss since... Uh, I know. Fucking three thirty. I've been having to pee. So, what's your what's the rest of your we, uh, weekend looking like? What's your plans for tonight? I'm gonna make some French toast, Sounds and like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna put some more stuff up on the Rated G website on the uh, on the shop. Rock and roll. I got two shows tonight. If you're in Atlantic City, man, um, if you're in Atlantic City, come check me out. I'm over here at Resorts and uh, eight o'clock Resorts, and I'll be at ten o'clock in Tropicana, man. Uh, if I'm now scroll down. Got to go past those. Go past those. This is it right here. Yeah. So I'm at resorts at eight o'clock. And then at uh, 10 o'clock, I'll be over at Tropicana. If you're in Atlantic City, Michelle will probably. Michelle comes to every show. Yo, she's insane. I don't know why she bothers. But she definitely knows when I'm saying something different. And if I can make her laugh, then I know I'm having a good set. Yes, Brian. Gary's face with angel wings. And Cliffy says, steady 10. I love it. Because only the true followers. <laughs> We'll fucking get it. You know? Yeah, man. So uh, follow Brian. Brian T. Licata, man. And once again, guys, I want to thank you for showing up, man. I ain't going to lie. We always say we would do this regardless, but it's so much better with you guys. And and today was a little more contentious, man. It was very catty between everybody, but I love that, man. I, I thought that was really good. It felt like a crazy-ass debate, man. I thank you guys for being a part of the show because if you haven't recognized already... You guys are leading us into uh, into everything. Before we go, Richard says, apologies for the confusion in the book, Psycho-Cybernetics. The author suggests that beliefs are based uh, and stored in part of the brain that is pure energy. The energy he claims never truly dies but transforms into something else. Furthermore, he connects this concept to the possibility of life after death. Great show. Great show, fellas. Love y'all. We love y'all too, man. We glad you enjoyed it. And Michelle, thanks for barreling through it, man. You know what I'm saying? But nothing happens for a reason. I believe, Michelle, there's a seed that's being planted 
in that little atheist, beautiful mind of yours that's going to grow into a true believer of God one day. I'm not saying I'm going to try to. I just think it's going to happen. That's all. Love you too, Michelle. Peace, guys.